Paul, the whale. James Whale on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, Ian Lee is next. Um, I think... I think I have managed to get the uh, studio fixed for you now that you're here. The phone, did, are the phones working? The phones are just working the and... Um, very well, well done. Yeah, yeah, phones are working. I even I even found... I'll just tidy, tidy the studio up for you. I know you like it tidy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're in, we're in. Yeah, okay, the microphones are hidden, of course, yes. when we're not in here. It's quite, quite uh, strange. Uh, but I did have, I went to a phone call, and it was an engineer lying under the desk fixing the phone. No, really? Yeah, it was very funny. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. nice, yeah. It was well, very well nice done. I, I, it's only Chris, the engineer. 25 million pounds, mm. and last week the screens broke down. The, but, but what else could possibly go wrong? Well, you see, I think we have to give them a little more sympathy for that, because these are fabulous studios, they've all been built, and studios do built. take... Well, that's a stupid thing to say, you know what I mean. Say, yes. um, but uh, they've all been built with the highest of technology. But they're always going... When you start putting it all together, there's always going to be gremlins. Yeah. Like, if you have, this was a big ship, it would a be... A big what? A big ship. Sorry. I should think so. If it was a big ship, they would take it out on a test run first, wouldn't they? But talk sport is the test run. Yeah. They're the test, but it's, it's, it's well, run no, by it's, monkeys. Yeah. Well, I... I where is Ash tonight? Uh, You've been doing an excellent job, by the way. Thank I would, you, I would suggest better than Ash. Um, Ash I'm, I'm gunning for a new job. I, I will put in a word. Is that because they're going to privatise the... Uh, no, I don't think no, so. No, no. Um, Ash is at the banquet. I was asked, but um, I couldn't go, so I said, look, mate, you go in my place. Apparently, tw- he's texted God. me a couple of times. He's had a lovely time. God, had a chat to Melania. The Queen and the President. Yeah, my God. Yeah, and, we're all doomed. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to meet the President later. I, you know, he's, uh, he's invited me to go over and stay for a while. And I think I will. Yeah, you should go and I do think it. I will. Definitely. Uh, and all those people out there demonstrating, waste of time. You look stupid, you smell appalling, and uh, you won't do wow. any... Favors to anybody. Wow. Ask uh, ask Ash to tweet what they're uh, what they're having, like the food and the drink. You've been you've asked that question two or three times during the program. It's the second um, time, not two or three times. Oh, you, do you know he's he's on the ball oh, all the time? It's, it's yeah. a, a pedant versus yeah. a bellend. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one's I, which? I don't, I don't say. I don't really care to be. Know. I don't really care to be honest with what they're eating. But I would imagine it's something easily digestible. So Her Majesty's not going to get indigestion later. No. He, um, and it'll all be. It won't offend any religious. She doesn't want to get anything stuck down the back of her throat tonight. Absolutely not. not. Tonight of all and nights. I hope that wasn't some sort of ridiculous dig at the royal family. No, I'm sure it wasn't. If she's fish, she doesn't want to get a bone stuck in her throat. That's all I'm saying. Well, that yeah, the problem is, of course, uh, didn't Princess Margaret get that? Didn't she have a, a bone oh, stuck down her did, throat? Oh, she did, didn't she? She did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to be so careful about that. Now we did have a little problem with the news as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we tried to... and there was no news. There was no news. Well, nothing's happened. That's no. nice. Well, yeah. Um, what do you reckon? There's going to be news now? I'm, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. Uh, are they in the pub? Have they come back from the pub? I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, well, they're looking at each other and they're saying, "In my, there will be news." But then they're looking worried. That there might not be any news. There's no news. It's my problem, not your problem well, anymore. You're done. Okay. Uh, so what do you got coming up in 15 seconds? Uh, the best James Bonds we never had, and I'm going to grow a moustache. Why? I just fancy it. I've not done it yet. And well, you've I had a big beard. Had a big beard, and now yeah. I think I'm going to have a moustache. Beards are out, by the way. So, I mean, you've always had yours. Stick I've always it. had mine. I'm not but changing. But beards are out. But I'm going to yeah. grow a moustache. Okay. Mojoon. A long jeepy one. Mojoon, yes. Yeah. Mo a long, long droopy. Did I say jupy? I've had enough tonight. Uh, back at seven tomorrow, Ian and Kath after the news. Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hasta la vista, baby. To become a star A poor young guy But never shy Said here I am Hold on He started counting lifts When pain comes on Pump it up Don't bring it down He made a trip To the United States First time born American shades A hard working man Was only 19 When he became A steel machine In the gold's gym Of Venice Beach town Pump it up Don't bring it down I'll be back Terminator Superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar Pumping iron steam machine, living legend evergreen Governator, Mr. Universe, Olympia American Idol, worldwide played, Hollywood calling and he got paid Higher than the Empire State, a rising star and there he said I'm Hercules in Manhattan downtown Pump it up, don't bring it down Hey, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, listen carefully Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Not what, but who, if you believe success will come to you Look like hell, trust yourself and all your dreams come true Break some rules, not the law, don't be afraid to fail You have to think outside the box, I say no pain, no gain I don't wanna hear it can't be done, give always something back My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back Terminator Superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar Pumping iron steam machine, living legend, evergreen Governator, Mr. Universe Olympia. He's gone by and the movie star, proudly ran for governor. You need a goal, specifically, turn your vision to realities. What the president of the Special Olympics plays, and until the end of days. Hasta la vista, baby. Come on, Mr. Universe, I'm 
Here we go, here we go. I'll be back. I'll be back. Super shots again. Yeah, it's good, it's good, yeah. Yeah, it's good, yeah. Pump it up, don't bring it down. I think, and this is, I want to run a competition. I think if I had five minutes, right, I could write a better... Is that the air conditioning making that noise? Where's that? Is that? Are they pumping gas into here? What? What's going on? This is Ian Lee, late night alternative. Catherine Ball's over there. Hi. I want to. Can we do a competition? Uh, to um, I think within five minutes, I could I could write a better Arnold Schwarzenegger song mm-hmm. than that guy, who I imagine has spent a lot of time. Oh, three, four, four. What is that noise? It's a, it does sound like the aircon. Everyone, be quiet. Everyone, be quiet. Computer? Right, turn my computer off. Turn your computer off. Is there like a tiny cleaner in here? Or one of those robot hoovers? What's the weirdest thing, man? This studio. This studio. There's always uh, Get the phone calls, please. Um, yes. Now, listen, before we continue, I would like to issue a, a personal apology. Uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, I said that celebrity psychic Christian Dion was a bullshit artist. Now, while I don't um, believe in psychics, I don't think that it... I, I don't believe in it at all, and that is my right to not believe in it. Maybe calling him a, a, a bullshit artist, maybe that was perhaps a little bit too harsh. So, Christian, I extend my deepest and most sincerest personal apology to you, and I look forward to hearing you on the excellent Howard Hughes show very, very soon. Howard Hughes, literally my favourite show on the radio, was Catherine Will Vouch. It's mm-hmm. my only must-listen-to show that I have. Sunday nights, uh, 10 till 1, um, the weird, the paranormal, the spooky, and, and you know, some some kind of fruitcakes. I'm not saying that Christian is one of those fruitcakes. I'm saying that I'm sorry for perhaps being a little bit aggressive in my dismissal of him personally and the industry of the psychic. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So, um, lots of things I want to talk about tonight. Firstly, what the hell is that noise? Secondly, um, can you write a better... It's not... You guys can hear it, right? You're telling me you can't hear it? Shut up. Come... I can hear it without my headphones on. on. I can hear it, man. You can hear it. Where is it? This is the... I know this is not great listening for you at home, guys, but... Okay. What a world. What a world we live in. It's Monday. It's Monday. It takes a while to kind of get the vibe going, particularly when we had Friday off. Because we both had, um, we were both very ill. Thank you to everybody who came to Glasgow on Saturday. Thoroughly entertaining show. Here's, do you want to know how much me and, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you into a little showbiz secret. 03444991000, by the way. We call you back. I'm going to let you into a little showbiz secret. Well, not, not often do we do this. I'm going to tell you how much Catherine and I made on Saturday's show in Glasgow. Try not to be jealous. Here we go. So, after flights, Hotel. Noisy hotel. Noisy hotel. 
Food? Uh, no, no, not food. Food's not included in this. Uh, parking at the airport. Catherine and I both took home each £39. Not 40 mind you. £39. I, I, I swallowed up the petrol. I took the petrol. I took that, that, that hit. I'm happy to do that. I paid for the food. I'm happy to do that. Um, here's the thing. So we played this venue, right? Which I, I, we won't be going back there. I, it, it, it wasn't great. The food was great. The vibe was odd. Um, tell me about, now what you think about this, dear listener, right? So during the interval of the shows, we do two halves of the show. It's between 45 minutes and an hour each. Right? When we turn up at a venue, how long is your show? I don't really know. It, it, it could be 90 minutes, it could be two hours. We don't really know. We just kind of see how it goes. It went very well and, and, and quite long, I think, on Saturday. So after the first hour of the show, Catherine and I then go sort of backstage, which is basically the tech room with all the wires and stuff, and we wait 15, 20 minutes for everyone to get their food and get their drink for the second half. And during while we were in there, the tech guy, who'd been really, really helpful, came in and said, do you guys want a drink? Do you guys want a drink? And I said, I'll just have a pint of tap water with ice, please. And Kath will have a glass of white wine. Right? Not, not a big one. No. And he came back five minutes later with the drinks. And that was great. And then we got to our... And at this point, not a word is said. No, there's what your drinks. Thanks. Thanks okay. Now, we got back to the hotel. And, um, and I wasn't, we weren't really feeling very well. So I went to bed. And then I, I got an email. And so I went round to Catherine and banged on the door. I said, you're not going to believe this. The venue's been in touch. They said, we owe the money for the hire of the venue, which is true, but no one asked for it. So I was, they said, you left without paying the money for the hire of the venue, and also there's a small glass of Pinot Grigio that needs paying for. What? Okay, now, what we should say is... I got out of bed to come round and tell you this. This is how no. annoyed I was. We'd made the payment before um, by bank transfer, so we didn't realise there was going to be any cash at all. Paid, paid half night. of the money, half of the... 120 quid to hire the venue. So I paid 60 quid up front and 60 quid, I assume, we'd pay bank tra- transfer again because no one asked. No one really no one really knew what was going on. There was one moment... When, when we, we got there, they let us into an empty room. No chairs were out or anything. And then we said, oh, we're going to need 60 chairs. And, they, and the guy said, yeah, they're just there. Yeah, yeah. He, he, they wanted In us fact, to put the said, chairs there's out. There's about 40 there. The rest can stand. Um, so, but they, you got an email saying, um, yeah, you, you didn't pay the, the other £60 for the room hire. And also there's a small Pinot Grigio that needs paying for. If you're nearby, could you come back to the venue? Well, I ignored it, of course. And I replied the next day as we were leaving, saying, oh, I only just got this. I thought, sorry, I thought... I thought we would pay bank transfer, as that's how the first half... No one asked me for that. And I kind of assumed the drinks were on the house. Because that's the normal thing. Well, we did in Manchester, he gave us a bottle of wine. That's the normal thing. I don't expect it, but the normal etiquette is the turns get given a couple of drinks during the interval. If, if, if not, that's fine, happy to pay for it. But Normally, if they want you to pay for it, they won't offer. Yeah. And you, you go yourself. Yes, Exactly. Exactly. So I was blown away. Am I am I reading that right, dear listener? I kind of need your help. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Am I reading that right? That when someone working in a venue comes in and says, "You guys want a drink? Do you guys want a drink?" Yeah, and it wasn't someone new from the bar. No, it it was the tech guy who'd been with yep. us all night. Yeah, mm. sort of looking after us. So I don't know. 
it was just weird, wasn't it? It was just weird. Thankfully, the people who came to watch us were not weird. Oh, mate, everybody who came, the the best of times, the worst of times. It was, it was, we even stopped the recording so I could rewind the tape just to prove three people wrong in the audience. That's how tense it got. It was some kind, it was some show, man. Thank you, everybody who came to Glasgow. We loved it. Um, I think we're going to try and maybe go back up there for Christmas, um, but a hundred, a bigger venue. We need a hundred-seater venue. I reckon we can probably do one before Christmas or maybe just after. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, last plug, and then we're going to crack on with the show. We've got Catherine, we've got Glenn, we've got Alan, and we've got another caller coming in, 0344 499 1000. Um, uh, uh, last plug, we are, there, are, um, there are a couple of tickets left for London, but I'm actually I'm going to add five more. So there's going to be about six, seven tickets left for London um, this month. And there are 125 tickets left for Dorset. And, and Belfast is happening. Belfast has not been a great seller. We sold 40 out of a venue that holds 170. But do you know what? We can make that work. Yeah, We'd great. like more of you to come. But if 40's all we've got, 40's all we've got. Listen, the venue tells us that people in Belfast tend to hang on till like the couple of weeks before. Well, so I'm going to trust that they know what they're talking about. We're going to put on a darn good show for you. If you want tickets for the show, ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. Then there's one in Bath in September. After these shows, we're not doing any more until the autumn. So, so come and see it while it's fresh and while it's hot. Uh, Catherine, Glenn, Alan, stay there. We're talking about moustaches, buying drinks, and the best James Bonds we never had. 0344... 499-1000, this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very, very welcome. You know the score as well, guys. You can call in about absolutely anything uh, you want. Is the screen... Oh, the screen works now. The, James had problems with the phone earlier on. Will the phones work tonight? Let's find out by going to Glenn. Good evening, Glenn. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello, Glenn. How are you this evening? We are both... Well, I've still got an upset stomach. Still got an upset stomach. Um, like sick... I was off Friday because I was not well. We talked a lot about Shart on Thursday. Uh, was very ill on uh, in Glasgow, but still turned in one hell of a performance. And... Well, you certainly did. Thank, thank you. Were you there? Yeah, Glenn's the teacher. I was then. Oh! Uh, yes, me. Old man Glenn. Old man Glenn, With thank you With a beautiful jacket. Beautiful uh, jacket. I'll have you know that I was away on a school trip today in the wind and the rain, which of course blew my hairline and exposed it, <gasps> and I was that much more insecure. Thank you, thanks to you, but you were being honest. Well, so uh, listen, I, I was just sharing my insecurity about my hairline. This is the truth, right? My hairline is receding. And it's going thinner on top. Kath can't see it. I can see it because I've lived with this hair, Glenn, for, um, it, well, it's, it, it, geez, on, on Sunday, it's going to be 46 years. That's right. It's my birthday. It's a posh way of saying it's my birthday. Do you know who I'm spending my birthday with, Glenn? Your kids. Uh, no, I'm not, actually. I've, 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 I'm seeing my kids on the Saturday. On the Sunday, I've blown out my kids. He's going to be spending it with Kelsey Grammer's mum's kid. Kelsey That's Grammer. Brilliant. I'm hanging That's out with really Kelsey Grammer Frasier on my birthday. And my mum's kid. Me. No, and your sister. 
Oh. Vic is coming. Sorry, I gave her your ticket. I do apologise. She won't know who Kelsey Grammer is. Shut up. How rude. Phone up your sister now. Phone her up now. <laughs> she won't be Phone her up. Now. Phone her up. Phone She's her up. She's a teacher. Phone her up. Phone her up. And just say, look, quickly, just want to know, do you know who Kelsey Grammer I'm in a pub quiz. Phone your sister up. Go, go and get my phone. Go and get your phone. Phone your sister up. Right. Now, if anyone knows Kath's sister, don't tell her who Kelsey Grammer is. We're going to find out if she knows. Um, Glenn, you were a very good sport on Saturday, and thank you so much for coming. I hope you haven't caught, caught the trots off me. No, thankfully not. That would have been awkward on the school bus today. Um, been. I was a bit confused by this, this business with the drink. Yes. Um, did they not factor in the fact that there was maybe, I don't know, like 40, 60 people there buying drinks and food that wouldn't be there if you hadn't put on a show? Well, this is the, this is the thing. This is, I would never expect it, right? But yeah, we had, it was sold 60 tickets... And we were told the venue held 60. That room held a lot more than 60. Thanks, guys. Um, we, so we told six, 60 people were in that bar that wouldn't have been in there previously. So surely, and I, I was drinking, all I, all I was drinking was water. It's just a glass of wine for the lady. I know, And it lady. wasn't a big one, I saw it. No, it's, uh, I, so I was, it, do you know what? Uh, we, we it, it was not the greatest it was good food. We had some food there, good food, which we paid for. Um, they got my order wrong. It, yeah, they did. It was not the greatest venue. It was very slapdash. No one really seemed to know who we were or what we were doing. Um, but that's showbiz. That's showbiz. Next, next time, we're going to do more shows, right, Glenn, but next time I'm going to have the curry, I'm going to have faith in Catherine and I, and we're going to book slightly bigger venues. No more of this piddling 60-seater bullshine. We're going for 100 to 150 seaters. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. What could possibly Thank go wrong? I'm we're, there. We're going to lose a load of money. That's what, <laughs> that's what could go wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Glenn, is there anything we could do for you this evening? Uh, all I really want to say is that you must go ahead with this moustache. Tell me why. Tell me sweet little why. Well, I grew a moustache a few years ago, and you know, some people said I looked like a really shady character, but some people said I looked a bit more distinguished. Yes. I've seen the mock-up on your Twitter. It's good. It looked good, didn't it? Yeah. Someone yeah, did a mock-up of me with a moustache. Kath, have we got... I don't want to send you out now, but maybe later on. Can we see if we've got, like, a marker pen? Not permanent marker. And I'll draw a moustache on. Oh, don't do that. So we can see what... It, genuinely, I want to grow a moustache. I'm, do, I'm doing it. I'm not... I don't want to. As we speak, Glenn, this very second, I'm squeezing one out. I'm growing a moustache. Probably going to have a shave. Oh, that means I'm going to have a semi moustache No. No, that means I'm going to have a shadow for Kelsey. No, no. Uh, next week. The moustache starts uh, uh, at 10pm on Sunday evening. That's when the moustache starts. I, I, if, if I had a full moustache, I'd wear it, but I, I can't. Not till you're 46. Exactly. All right, that's what we're going to do. But yeah, I, I think I think beards are out, Glenn. Beards are out. They're done. They've happened. They've gone. They've passed. Um, it's all about the moustache now. Well, if you have a moustache by your imminent return to Glasgow yep. during Christmas time, I will make sure myself and my friend who came along with me are both tashed up for you. Then I look forward to it, brother. We're going to be the we're going to be the Tash brothers, McTash brothers. <laughs> Phone your sister up. All right, put her she, on speaker. She might swear. Hang on. Well, I've got my finger over the dump button. Okay. So, so you think she, she won't answer? She never answers the phone. You think she won't know who Kelsey no. Grammer is? No. Okay. Tell her you're in a pub quiz. She knows I'm working. Put it on speaker. It is on speaker. <laughs> Get ready to cut her off if she swears. She won't answer. Why won't she answer? She never answers the phone. What, never? She's one of these people who doesn't, she doesn't tweet or anything. She doesn't have a phone. Hello? Hiya, it's me. Hello. 
Just a quick question. I'm in a pub quiz. Right. Do you know... Peter. <laughs> do you know who Kelsey Grammer is? Kelsey Grammer? Isn't he the one of, uh, Fraser? Fraser. Yeah, thanks very much, Vic. All right, then. Love you. Bye. Bye. So she... Well, she didn't... Fraser. Fraser, but she knew more but the person in the room. Pete knew. Was that Pete? Yeah. Military training, isn't it? Yeah. He knew. So, um, I think... We're going to make... Here's so do you want me to ask her to come with you instead of me? No, 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 no. Here's mm -hmm. what we're going to do. Can we make this a regular feature? <laughs> that we phone your sister up every... And don't tell her she's on air. Just every night. <laughs> just do this... Right, we'll do this tomorrow. Right, we'll come up with a question that <laughs> we don't think Vic ask will know. Vic. And we'll... And you can phone in, dear listener, with your questions. And we'll ask Vic. And every night you've got to say, I'm in a pub quiz. Because <laughs> she, She's going to give you some gold at some point, because that kid is crazy. She didn't... She didn't know that you were working. She didn't question... A pub quiz on a Monday? What kind of sick person would do that? Right, here's the thing about Vic. Um, they used to live on an RAF base. Yeah. And um, it was a take-your-partner-to-work day one day. Um, and he... That doesn't sound safe. RAF? Mm. Doesn't sound safe. Well, and also, he works in quite high-security section. And um, so, before they went in, they had to um, leave a load of stuff behind. Like, they weren't allowed to take smartphones in or anything like that. Yeah. And they had to, they were told to leave their tablets behind. Oh. So they start walking towards the door, and just before they went in, she went, oh, Pete, oh, we'll have to go back. He said, What's the matter? She went, oh, I've got some paracetamol in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lelius, I've just retweeted a, an horrific picture. In sympathy with your dodgy guts, a flipping seagull managed to do a poo through an open window in my car today. No. Absolute carnage and it's smelt of fish. I've retweeted the image. It's an horrific... It's smelt of fish! I mean... Well, it and it smelled of fish. The final four words meant, meant the world, it didn't they? It, it, but it, but it, it words, wouldn't it? Smelt or smelled? Smelt. Is it smelt, Catherine? I think they're interchangeable, aren't they? I would have thought smelt. Is it dreamt or dreamed? Dreamt. Are you sure, Catherine? <laughs> she thinks you're talking to me. <laughs> oh, no, you, Catherine. Yeah, dreamt. Dreamt. With, with a... Now, I always spelt it with a P. It's not got one. Oh, no. D-R-E-A-M-T. But, but dreamed would work. I dreamed... I dreamed yeah, a dream. Well, it's not, I dreamt a dream no, of... No, but then, it, that's for a song, so you've got artistic licence. The best, the best... Made-up words in songs, of course. I think I've played, uh... Um, hang on a minute. Um, I've played this before. This is, this is a great... <laughs> is it the one I think it's going to be? Um, Get it, by. Strumming. No, no, no. That's <laughs> a, that's not made up. That's, no, it is that's Neil Diamond. That's not a verb in that, that sense. That's is um, it? get by bumming. No, listen to this. <laughs> this is great. Neil Diamond. Here we go. One of, one of Neil Diamond's greatest songs with a made up word in it. Here we go. She was morning and I was nighttime. I one day woke up to find her lying beside my bed. Softly said, come take me. Oh, I thought she was going to say I've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> help, help, Neil, stop, put your pen and paper down, stop strumming. Let's get my bum in. Here we go. Wrong song, I don't know how. Here we go, here we go. Is this, this might not even be the right song. All the words I am. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Made up word coming on. Here we go. 
song she sang to me, song she brang to me. Brang. Brang to me. Song she sang to me, <laughs> song she brang to me. <laughs> Wowzers. Neil, come on, man. But why? But why? I wonder if he knew when he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I did read an interview with him where afterwards he, he said to someone, is, is that a real word? And they went, I don't think it is. I'll keep it. <laughs> I'll keep it. But why can't we say brang? You remember that thing you brang me last night? Oh, I tell you what I, I tell you what I like, both Catherines, is um when someone says borrowed but they mean lens. They oh. lend. Remember I uh. borrowed you that pen? Oh. I borrowed you that pen. Give me that pen back. I've got a friend that mixes up bought and brought. Oh dear. I brought it yesterday. You meant you bought it. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots, Catherine, number two, one. Oh, I hate it. I hate that. I hate it. I hate people who get confused with ask and ox. Ox. Well, now, here's the thing. It's, well, white, young white people do it now, but it's, it's traditionally from different black cultures. I remember years and years ago, I'd have been seven or eight and fiona king who was, a, who was a black kid in our school and we were we were all i remember some of us were stood up in a line and the teacher was getting us to read out something and she had to say ask but she said ox and the teacher was laying into her going it is not ox say it again she, she couldn't say ask mm -hmm. she goes spell it a s k what does that spell ox and it was really drunk that's the way of her you're saying her culture pronounced it that way. Well, we did a phone-in on it, didn't yeah, we? We were at Three yeah. Counties. It yeah. does seem to be a kind of Caribbean thing. It, I think yeah. it's... Well, I, I think it's Caribbean and also certain countries within Africa. I, I, I don't want to say all, but yeah, it seems to be primarily um, a, a, a black... A, a proportion of black people that say arcs instead of us. But of course, um, uh, that has now... It's not even young white kids anymore. It's, it's, it's no. people a little bit younger than me that say it. Mm -hmm. my, my family were all Irish, and the things that my mum used to say for years used to puzzle us until we got older yeah. and we suddenly realised what she was actually saying you know like she would say she would say there was a, a regiment in Ireland that fought against the British and they were called Black and Sands yeah. and oh, oh, where's um, this going? She, there was also a regiment called um, the Black Guards Yes. well my mum would call them blackguards Oh, okay. And for oh, years, okay. I grew up thinking that was a a derogatory term, yeah, yeah. meaning somebody who's really violent and vicious. It's just words. It's just noises. It's just noises made with our teeth and our tongues and the exactly. back of our throats. It's yeah. just a, it's just it's just sounds, guys. It's just it's sounds. A, um, anyway, a couple of things I wanted to say to you, yes, Catherine, because um, I know you're going to be busy. No, we're not. It's, it's only. It's only no, it's only Alan Caddick lined up next, and I'm, I'm reluctant to. to uh, <laughs> I'd rather get to Alan as late as possible. You don't take offence at that, do you, Alan? I do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. <all right>. Um, <laughs> the first thing bonds we never had. I always felt that Idris Elba would make. A fantastic bond. I'm coming round to it. I was one of those people two years ago, didn't think you could have a black bond, didn't think you could have a woman bond. Then I just dawned on me, I said this to Catholic, just dawned on me, oh, James Bond's not real, actually, is he? No. You could have, any, you could have, you could have a dog playing James well, Bond. No. Uh, Idris Elba, I don't like him, I think he's overrated, but I'll give you, give you Elba. I, I like him, I like him as an actor, I think he's great. Um, although, I couldn't, I just could not see certain people that they've brought forward. I mean, Ian Fleming's choice was David Niven. That's who he chose. 
it would have been a great bond. It would have been like a classy, classy bond. That's who he chose when he was thinking of Well, of, of course, James David bond. Niven did play James Bond. He did in Casino Rossal. Casino Rossal. Yeah, Casino, Rossal. Casino Rossi. I, I tell you why I'm asking this question, because I watched a film on Saturday night, and I phoned up Kat and said, oh, you've got to watch this film. And I'd never seen it before. It was, ve- it was very, very lowbrow. I'm going to say that. It was very, very lowbrow. I don't have a problem with that. It was the second Kingsman movie. Have you seen the Kingsman movies, movies No, Kevin? we've got them because my husband loves them. I'd never seen them. It's, I'd never seen them, and I was watching it and thinking, oh, this is actually quite good. It's lowbrow. Yes, the Elton John one. Sorry? It's the one with Elton John in it. It has yeah, got Elton John, John in it. it. Yes, it That's exactly what I said to him. I said, this must be the second one. It's got Elton John in it. When me and Kath go away and we stay in hotels, we'll quite often just be on the on speakerphone <laughs> watching the same crap on the telly, just talking, and she goes, oh, is Elton John there? Look. And he went, yeah. it's not. I went, yeah, it is. Look him up. Google. But here's yeah. the thing, right? There's a scene in the second one where um, Colin Firth is yeah. in a Baptist church and he goes, he goes loco. Right, because Samuel L. Jackson has got these SIM cards that make everyone go loco. Uh, and he kills a hundred people in five minutes, four minutes, right? Right. And it was so cool, so stylish. Yeah. And I just thought, that's Bond. That's the yeah. best, that's the best oh, yeah, Bond we never had. The best Bond we never had. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a ripple. It's definitely a ripple for Bond. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a, or it's a homage to Bond. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. exactly. But it, he would have made a great James Bond. I had this argument when Daniel Craig took over because I thought, no way, Daniel Craig's not going to be a Bond. No. And yet, I thought I he was very good. One and I was quite nah. surprised because I am not a Bond fan. No, it's me my neither. husband. I've not understood one single Daniel Craig James. I just not understood them. I like no. the bit where he got smacked in the nut. He sat on that chair that had no hole, that had a hole in it and someone had a bit of rope with a knot in it and they <laughs> smacked him in the nuts. I like that bit. Everybody really liked that bit. Yes. <laughs> I thought he was really believable because the believable. whole point of Bond believable. the spirit of Bond is you know he it was rough and ready he was a sailor that's, he's not supposed to right. be a gentleman he's yeah. supposed to be the sort of person that if he hasn't got a gun to hand he'll smash a bottle uh, and, that's right. and do you in with that. Yeah. So he, Daniel Craig felt more like a serviceman to me. He felt more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, my bo- my favourite, they say that your Bond favourite is normally the one that you grow up with, like Doctor Who, and my my Bond was Sean Connery, because yeah. I loved terrible. Sean Connery. Terrible, terrible, Those Those Connery, thank you, Catherine, those Connery Bond films are atrocious. I do remember thinking, towards the end, I'm, I do remember thinking, he's a really old man and they're yeah. really young women, that felt weird. Awful. Thank you very much, Catherine. Alan, stay there, you'll be next. 0344 499 1000, The Late Night Alternative, Monday to Friday with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling in the big time, right? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We go. There we go. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome to. Uh, good evening, Alan Caddick. Hi, Mark. Hi, Hello. So, so full of enthusiasm. Now, well, I'm not feeling better. I don't know if you've been listening to the show. I still feel lousy. Well, you're better when you want the weekend. I know, I just can't afford to not get paid for any more shifts. Here's the thing, right? If I don't come in, I don't get paid, okay? So I lost, I lost money on Friday. I lost money on Friday. And Andre had it. Sorry? Andre had it. What do you mean Andre had it? 
He'd, he'd done your show Friday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Uh, okay, right, yes, yes, yes. Andre Walker. Was that his name? Was it any good? Don't tell no, me, is no, it? No, good to hear him. No, okay, thank you very much, Alan. Thank you very much indeed. You're talking about James Bond? Yeah. The Bond I grew up with was Timothy Dalton. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Most Bonds are, are bobbins. What about Roger Moore? Roger, Roger Moore's great. Because he was the longest serving Bond, wasn't he? I don't, I have absolutely no idea. I'm really losing the wheel. He's done seven films, oh. Roger Moore. Well, okay, but but over how many years? Well, it started in 1993. Oh, of course he knows. I mean, why did you ask? Okay, all right. Okay. I think it's time. What they should do is they should do what they did with Doctor Who after Sylvester McCoy. Let it rest for 20 years. Put it to bed. Put it to bed. Let us miss him. Then, then bring it, bring him back, bring him back in a wheelchair, or bring him back as a as a, um, a blind guy. Who's? I tell you, who's good? I tell you, who's good? Doesn't get enough credit. Zaptoichi, you know Zaptoichi. No. Do you know Zaptoichi is Alan? I never heard of him. Oh, mate, go, everyone, go and go and watch a Zaptoichi film. That is Japanese legend, the blind swordsman. He's a blind dude. That's with, against health and safety, surely. With a sword, it's like olden days. All right. And he's like. And everyone goes, oh, I won't do the voice, but, actually. Yeah. No, I won't do the voice. Not after today. Here's a question for you. I'm not finished talking. Sorry. Not, not finished, not everyone finished. Everyone goes, what? Not finished. You're not going to get me because you can't everyone see. Everyone goes, right, okay. This old guy. See that old guy over there? He can't see us. He's blind. I'm going to count down from three, but silently, using my fingers. We will all charge him from different sides. We'll kill him. Why are, they, why are they talking like that? Because I don't really try to stay as far away from a Japanesey voice as possible. Mm -hmm. I don't want. We, no. we don't need a don't no. need a second presenter sacked. So, so he goes. Three, two. That's not whispering. Anyway, so does it? I can still hear that. This is for the listeners at home. Okay. One. They all got. They, but then there's the problem. They all go. <laughs> Idiots. And Zap Tuichi just goes. Ding! Zaptoichi's great, man. The blind swordsman. Where? Right. Shut up! I've not. I'm still doing my thing. I'm trying to find the punchline to this whole Zaptoichi bit. I don't think there's going to be one, but I've got a, an old favourite up my sleeve. I've got what they. Here's what they call in in music. Um, they call them chops. Is it chops? Yes. They're chops, mm -hmm. right? They're chops and... No, it's not their chops. Yeah, yeah. Chops are like little set phrases they've got. Yeah, right? a I'm, jazz musician will rely yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm going to go to my... I'm a jazz mus musician, presenter. So I'm going to go to my chops. You name me one other radio station in the world that's talking about Japanese legends up to Ichi tonight. There won't be one. LBC won't. They'll be talking about Donald Trump. BBC London won't. They'll be talking about Donald Trump. Five Live won't. They'll be talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about Zaptoichi. And we still can't get any listeners to this show. God damn it, what's wrong? People. Alan, over to you. Here's a question for you. Yes. Who would win a fight between Zaptoichi and Jackie Chan? Zaptoichi's got a sword. Thanks for your call. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Talk, why? We've already taken that break. Have we? Yeah, we have. There was... No, 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 no. There's three breaks in an hour. 
Yes, there was the, the 20 past one, but we went past the, the time, so I took it out and I took the 20 to one. The next one now is to... Oh, never, no, 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 never take him out. No, well, never I'll take him out. That. Okay, well, play, play, find a jingle. Play a jingle or something. Across the UK, D- online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, what have you got, Catherine? I have got uh, well, Nicky Campbell. Oh, not again! The sea bomb. He's done it before when he was talking about the North Kent hunt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think we you know, know where this, this goes. because. Ian used it in one of his, uh, his your one-man show, yes, Ian Lee versus C- Radio. CDs, many, okay. many hundreds of CDs it's, still available. It's so easy to, to yeah. drop that one, especially because it's the worst one word in the world and, it's, and it, it, it will make you want to throw up when you do it on air, right? So the fact that Nicky Campbell did it that day and then about 40 minutes later when he referred to it again, yeah. you know, he's a repeat offender. He's done it again. Radio 5 Live presenter Nikki Campbell calls Foreign Secretary Jeremy Seaward live on air. How many times are you allowed to say the C word on a radio station before you get the boot? Well, apparently it's at least the fifth time a BBC presenter has made the same error. This was very popular about four or five years ago, and Tony Hall, it may have even been pre-Tony Hall, came out and said, if anybody else does this with Jeremy Hunt... Do you remember this? It was when we were at the Three Counties. If anybody else says this... You'll be fired. Because there was like a, a, a week where it happened three times. But it's so easily done. You can't say that to people if you do. Because they're not doing it on purpose. It's such well, an easy mistake to make. Mm, like if you pause in when you're saying country, for example. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't, 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 no. Come on now. Come on now. We've all kind of almost done it. Nicky Campbell turned the air blue this morning and had listeners in stitches, says the mail, after he referred to the Foreign Secretary as Jeremy Seward. Uh, the Radio 5 live host made the gaffe when he discussed the figures greeting US President Donald Trump as he landed in Britain today. Campbell missed pronounced Mr Hunt's name before apologising to listeners and promising to proceed with care. Flipping it. The oh, presenter said he's now that. speaking to, and I think I'm right in saying, the Foreign Secretary, the Right Honourable Jeremy Hunt. I need to, I need this audio. I need this audio. Or to give him his proper title, the Secretary of State for Foreign and Commonwealth Affairs. And also, he's going to be meeting Mr Ben Julian Harrington, the Chief Constable of Essex Police, who is standing just behind Jeremy Seward, uh, Jeremy Hunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yowza! Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just noises. It's just noise. It's just, just noises. The the tongue and the teeth <laughs> and the back of the throat. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, you know. It's, there's nothing to be excited about, but still... Campbell's, uh, Campbell's got, um, is it three C's and you're out? What, what is, there's got to be some kind of uh, <laughs> formula there. Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Evening, Ian. Evening, Gary. What can we do long for you tonight? Time. Well, long-time listener. I'd never get to listen to you live. I just really wanted to call up once just to say hello. Love the show. Thank you, man. I, 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 is the, I know you, I, listen, I know that you're driving, um, but we can hardly hear you, so maybe you could, like, shout at us. Is this any better? That's better! Like yes, sir! We've got it. We've got the winning formula. Well, thank you, Gary. Why, 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 how come you can listen to us live tonight? 
Well, I'm just driving home. I had a night out tonight, and I'm just driving home from London, so I got to listen. I actually came into your studio many, many years ago. I doubt you remember me, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> My name became famous on the Triple M. Go on. Gary Schiffman, if you remember. Now, Someone called up. Remind me, the, the, remind me the Gary Schiffman thing. This was like 15 years ago. What was what was that? Yeah, well, an idiot friend of mine decided to keep calling up and saying my name about a thousand times on the air. And then all of a sudden, everyone else started calling up and saying stories. And, and Gary Schiffman, I remember this. Gary Schiffman became a meme, right? Before memes <laughs> were popular, he became a <laughs> meme. It, yeah. People just phone up and talk about Gary Schiffman, but no one knew he was. <laughs> this is uh, Gary Schiffman, was, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Oh, I got some sad news. So, sorry, I just, you just reminded me. I had some sad news today. Um, it's all kind of tying in. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about present stuff in a minute. But part of my show, the live show I did, was um, playing. Let me let me see. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Let me go to iTunes while we okay. still have iTunes. You know they're getting rid of iTunes. I heard that today. Yeah. Um, keep the music thing, man. I, I just. Um, let me, I've just got to look up something. Um, oh, my computer's really, really going. It's going to be one of those nights tonight. Um, uh, what, 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 who, uh, um, uh, Anna. I can't find it. Right, anyway, so there's a clip of, um, Anna Rayburn saying cocksmudger. Right. right. And the guy that sent it in was a guy called Mook. Yes. Mook's brother got in touch with me today. Mook passed away. Oh. Yeah, Mook passed away. Um, uh, John is, is his brother's name. He said, hi, man, this is a hard email. My name is John Chester. This is my business account. My brother, he was the Mook, the cocksmudger, LBC days. Last week he passed away. He was very ill. He always lo listened to you and loved all your shows. I wanted to let you know. Um, P.S. Cocksmudge forever. Well, John, I'm sorry. That man, has, but your brother has provided a lot of laughter to a lot of people. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And, I, and I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that, man. Look at that, Mook. Gary Schiffman, all we need is Agent Chris, and we can go back to the early 2000s. No, I've actually got a picture of me, you're an Agent Chris in the background as well. Mate, tweet it to me. If you find it, tweet it to me. I want to see it. Oh, I've got it. I'll send it to you when I go in about half an hour. Bless you, brother. It's nice to see you. Is everything all right, Gary? You, you, life okay? Yeah, yeah, all good. Well, mate, listen, it's not the best line, so I'm going to let you go. But thank you, thank you, thank you. It's lovely to hear from you. There you go. It's all kind of linking up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. I was trying to go into Frank Sidebottom there. You sound very Frank Sidebottom-ish tonight. Frank, just Frank. Yeah, it's a bit Frank. Anyway, what can we do for you? I'm pulling it. Uh, sleeping pill, more than usual. Say that again. Uh, but a sleeping uh, pill? No, stop drinking Pepsi, but having two cans tonight. Stop drinking Pepsi for three weeks. And sleep better. You're drinking Pepsi to help you sleep I better? To, I, used drink, I used to drink loads of Pepsi every day. Yeah. Never slept. Yeah, because Pepsi... Well, you, of course you won't sleep if you drink Pepsi, you absolute prune. But I'm so dropped him. I'm having two cans tonight, just here. Don't drink any Pepsi! <laughs> what are you doing? It's nearly 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's party time. No, pop time's over. It's bedtime, boy! No, not bad. It's Horlicks time. Multi... Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we're right. We're right. We're both feeling a bit, little bit dodgy bodsky. 
Signed on the vault. A little word. That's a very, very rude word. That's a yellow card. Oh, it's a British Army word. No, it's not a British Army word. Anyway, don't try and... Right, goodbye, Jerry. Thank you very much indeed. What is wrong with everyone tonight? Too much Pepsi there, Jerry. Flipping heck, man. What is wrong with everybody, uh tonight? It's a vibe, it's a vibe. We just need... Just need a little bit of... Ah, uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Hey, so... Someone tweeted me something that actually I'm not surprised. You know the Who are playing Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buy a ticket now, you get one free. Oh, oh, who? What were you thinking? You should have done. You should have done the O2. Do two nights at the O2. I'd have come to the O2. I'd have come to the O2. Probably the last time the Who are going to play. I'd have come to the O2. I'm not going to go to the Wembley Stadium to see him. I really want to see the Who. I'm not going to go to Wembley Stadium. Mate, it's not 1976, right? It's not Charlton Athletic Club anymore. You, you're not a stadium band anymore, guys. You're an O2 band, one night, maybe two. You are not. You are not a stadium band. The Spice Girls are a stadium band. Spice Girls are doing a stadium tour. They're a stadium band. You're not a stadium band anymore. Too old. You're still great, great band, love them, but two for the price of one, or as someone said, who for the price of one. Uh, it's sad, isn't it? That's sad. That's disappointing. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Ay, ay, ay. Um, have you ever been to a stadium gig? Uh, is Nebworth a stadium gig? No. Uh -huh. Nebworth's not. No, Nebworth's not. A stadium is a, is a stadium. A stadium is, we know what a stadium is. It's a, an oval. Yeah, I think... That's an out. That's an outdoor gig. Yeah, I think I saw um, crowded house in a stadium. Well, what? Well, I think it was Wembley Arena. Mm. That's not the stadium. All Why right. would you say I think, that? I don't know. It was indoors. Uh, yeah, but stadium isn't it round. Indoors. No, it's not round. Wembley Arena's. Uh, I saw take that. Where? Why is that so difficult? It's not a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where I saw take. Find your sister up. NEC was it? That's not a stadium. That's an arena. <laughs> Technically, it's an exhibition centre, but it's an arena. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, not no. Then no, I haven't. <laughs> why? Why? I, you, you, um, you amaze me every single day of my life. Every single day of my life, I'm a little bit more amazed. A bit more disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Hey, you know we've got on in ten minutes' time. Who's this? The most famous Willie on television. Uh, Matthew Ma Wright. No, <laughs> no, Is not it? that kind of Willie. No. The Flasher, Mark Roberts. Oh, now, there was, it's not, it's not Flasher. He's a Flasher. He's a streaker. <laughs> Don't call him a Flasher. Flasher is a sexual perversion. Streaking is a sport. Um, <laughs> now, there was a streaker during one of the football matches No, there this wasn't. She had, a co she had clothes on. She had a swimming costume on. So that is not, that is not, um... Not enough skin to cause a streak. No, it's not, although it was pulled right up tight. <laughs> That's how they wear them these days. I'm dreading summer. No, you could see, uh... Yeah. see a whispering <laughs> but i mean she was doing it to promote something well it, see i didn't know well, there was something written on All her I chest thing was god you're never going to get any swimming done in that well you well it, this is the thing that she had something written on her on the swimsuit but no one saw it because she kind of had her arms in front of her she's running she should have been running out <laughs> with that man we talk about streaking on this show we're big fans of streaking on this show we had three in glasgow thank you and i was true to my word i bought them uh, each a drink 
Um, although I think one of them, may, I think two of them may have been the same person just going around for a second lap. But, um, but yeah, she streaked and everyone tweeted me during the show. It was during our show, actually. Yeah. There's been a streaker. I was like, oh, okay. No, nah, it's not streaking. No. It's going for a run. That's all it is. Just going, going for, for a run. running a swimming costume. My kids are doing that all weekend. Yeah. Although very. they didn't have them hoid up the way that she did. Flipping, eh? Very, very disappointing, actually. I would love... I, 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 would you get... You, you wouldn't get shot for streaking. streaking. Streaking now. What if you were streaking with um, a Roman candle up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? For a laugh. Extra speed. For a, you know, I, there's a great... I told you about this great act. Chris... Chris... Chris somebody chris and i saw him when i was 15 supporting frank sidebottom at the marquee and um chris and um the last part of his act it was such a weird act it was wonderful he would strip off and he would shove a roman candle up his bum and light it and it like, it's like in a so what with the with the fuse out no the fuse was internalized yeah the fuse was out <laughs> well that's gonna shoot up rather than no uh, no the, the, the one that just fu that just like light, light comes off, not the one that fires up in the <laughs> I air. I was going to say, that's a silly That is a Roman magic. candle, isn't it? The one where it just like... <laughs> yeah, it was just doing that. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, I wonder if I They could... call them, like, showers and stuff, don't they? Golden showers. <laughs> Chris Firework Ass. What was his name? Chris Lynham. Chris Lynham Firework. There we go, let's see if we can... Here we go. All right. This, this, here we go. Here By we go. the way, don't try this at home. I'll try it. Try it. Here we go. This might be sweary, You'll but we'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> well, he doesn't really work. He's stripping his clothes off. He's now down. He's taking his trousers off. He's down to his pants. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe I'm going to do this final sketch. Well, it's not the final sketch. This next sketch. He's naked. So before the, I do this ridiculous feat, I give you a little twirl. Without further ado, the firework is inserted. He's got a firework up his bum. I'm not sitting there. And to the music of There's No Business Like Show Business. Come on up, look. Come on, look. great act you don't get acts like that anymore man and i'm 15 16 and i'm a little bit tipsy because i've had a beer and i'm stood in the marquee club which is a tiny little venue and i'm watching this and me and my friend malcolm are like wow so any anything is possible you can do anything you want and it, it can be an act and here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm metaphorically um, uh, shoving a firework at my, at my jacksy this <laughs> evening, doing this rubbish. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. The best bonds that we never had. Uh, moustaches, your moustache stories. I'm going to grow one and I'm going to be proud of it. And if, you know, you've got to do these things. Most men don't experiment with their faces. No. 
enough. You grow a beard, you get rid of the beard. Or with your hair, really? Yeah. yeah. So I'm 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 doing it. I'm doing it for the kids. Um, the Who and oh, loads of other stuff and streaking as well coming up. The switchboard is empty, so now will be a great time to give us a call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We will uh, take your call and we'll give you a call straight back. So don't even cost you nothing. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. I can't believe what I'm listening to. Mr. President. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you Grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Just keep moving on There's a world That's waiting to unfold A brand new tale No one has ever told We've journeyed far But you know it won't be long We're almost there We've paid our fare with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Here we go, here we go Give it a whack, Boily. Give it a whack. Give it a whack. You know I'm free to roll. ba dum ba dum ba dum ba Find that kid and kill him. Oh three four four. I'm going to kill him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the late night alternative every weeknight from ten. I'm Ian Lee. You are Catherine Boyle. The fun is back, guys. If you stop listening because the show got too heavy, well, Yabu sucks. The fun is back. Now, speaking of fun, we uh, last weekend I had my kids, and I don't remember how, but we got around to talking about streaking, and at the age of seven and nine, they were just blown away that what people take their clothes off. 
and are they drunk? I said, well, sometimes they are, but they don't have to be. Are they the drunk? That's how they phrase Are they the drunk? Um, I said, well, I guess maybe they might have had one or two drinks, but, but I would imagine probably not. We watched a fantastic montage of uh, streaking on YouTube yeah. and the boys were laughing. And there was a streaker this weekend, but not real streaking, Catherine. No, she had a swimming costume on, so I don't think that counts. That doesn't count, does but it? But it's not our decision that's final. I think we should put it to someone who knows far better than we ever but, could but about the artistry involved and preparation in streaking. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome uh, Britain's greatest living streaker. It's Mr Mark Roberts. Evening, Mark. Uh, good evening to you. Actually, hola. 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 Now, Mark, you told me you're Porky Pie last week when I tried to book you. You told me you're in Jamaica, <laughs> bronzing it up. to me before the game, and I thought, there's no way I can let anyone know. Wow. I'm going to be in Madrid, you know what I mean? Yeah, you were planning a streak in the, at Madrid. But it didn't quite work out that way, did it, Mark? Well, well, no, actually, um, my friend was over here with tickets, but the second day here, I lost my phone, which I do every single time I go away for some reason. No pockets, innit? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, when you're streaky, you, you don't seem to have anywhere to put anything, do you know what I mean? So it's one of them. And uh, yeah, so I ended up staying over at the hostel. Um, oh, I couldn't get hold of him. I went to the stadium on Saturday, thought I'd chance my arm. And it was, it was just ridiculous. The way the police were, it was so heavy-handed and stuff. And I even tried to run through the gate. And then they got run over by a, a policeman on a horse. Hang on, hang on a minute. Button. You're complaining that you tried to run through the gate without a ticket and the police stopped you? They're, well done, those police, Mark. For goodness sakes, have you never heard of ISIS? Do you not know what jihadis are? Well, you see, you missed the point, Ian. If I'd have got in and I got on the point. Pitch, that would have been... <laughs> 3-0 to Liverpool. Uh, 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 <laughs> now, Mark, how many streaks have you done, please? 568. Say that again. 568. Oh, I've got so many questions, right? First question is, and please don't be offended, although you might be, are you a pervert? Mate, <laughs> <laughs> I am a comedian of the highest order. Yeah. Right. Ed, I've, I've been doing this 26 years oh, now. I love right? you. And, and I've, I've done that many major events all around the world, a Super Bowl, every major sport event. And I've always said to myself, the first time I get booed by a crowd, I'm not going to do it anymore. And never once have I been booed and I've been to every major stadium around the Everyone world. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Now, where, where, because I always consider it to be kind of a British thing. Where do you get the best reaction? And where, do you, I mean, do you get. You're right. You get you don't you haven't been booed, but you do. You, have you ever had a stadium like? Oh yeah, there's a bloke naked over there. You, you know, it's not that bothered by. No it. man. Yeah, listen. I don't just do sporting events, right? He does because weddings. He does. <laughs> he does, <laughs> he does <laughs> funerals. Imagine. I've been to funerals. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, do mine. <laughs> but can we get this right? You've streaked at two funerals. Yeah, two friends. Um, oh jeez. With their parents. Two, two separate occasions, and wow. the first time he went, go on, Mark. And it's like in the wake afterwards, he went, are you joking, aren't you? He said, no, my mum would love that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. So we asked everybody, went, yeah, go on. So I got on top of the roof of a van outside with all the wake was going on, stark naked, and everyone's <laughs> clapping and cheering. The second one I did was my mate's family, they were all police, and we were in a bar. And I, my mate, who's, who's the mum just gone, he went, Mark, come on. I said, no, they're all coppers in here. He went, sod them, they'll love it. <laughs> I got, I come out the toilets naked, and outside the, the bar was a roundabout. And I ran round and round this roundabout, and all the cops, all the cars, 
just slowly followed me around the roundabout. <laughs> and all the people on side cheering their heads off. What was the first one you did? Uh, I used to live in Hong Kong many years ago in the early 90s. And it was the Rugby Sevens, Hong Kong Sevens. Uh, and I was I was rotten drunk in the night before, as you always are when, you know, your first time you do something like that. Yeah. And the guys come on a Saturday and talk about Gailey Street. So the owner, I said, oh, anyone can do that. So the owner of the bar was sat next to me and said, okay, big mouth, you street tomorrow in the final. I went, yeah, okay. But it was it was ale. I was talking rubbish. Yeah. Next thing, I've, I've drank all night till four o'clock. I've got home that night. I thought, what, what have I said? Some guy dragged me out the apartment, took me to the stadium and said, listen, I've got no intention to do this. And I still couldn't even see past myself because I was still drunk the night before. Anyway, I've, I've looked into the stadium and one of the first things I saw was a fella with a chicken swinging it round his head. What? I thought, what's going on here? It was like, it was a carnival. I'm thinking everyone just should be sat there, like a normal football match, a rugby match. Man, I went, listen, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> so I thumbed down, took my clothes off, ran backwards to the main stand where everyone was going to be. But there was the ball. And I just thought, get that ball. So I ran over, picked up the ball, ran to the end of the field and scored a try against the All Blacks. Oh, mate. <laughs> hey, is it true you did Crufts once? <laughs> did twice, actually, yeah. Twice? Yeah, did twice, yeah. The first time I ran on with pedigree bum written on me back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot, I love it. And I, I, I got a score to that, but a few years later, well, a few years ago, actually, I thought, well, mind you, I'll have another go. This time, I, I don't know what it was, but I had that feeling. I've got in, and I've gone on with a, with a toy cat stuck over in nether regions <laughs> to wind the dogs up. And I've got a cat's tail hanging out my bum cheek. Oh, <laughs> and I've jumped on, and he's, I'm trying to wind, go, meow, wind the dogs up. And these two security guys took me into a utility room. And tortured me for fifteen minutes. What? Hang on, what they what? hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So you, you, you yes, you ran on to the pitch in Hong Kong. Which by the way was daring the first time because you went without the mask and yeah. probably they, all the dogs thought sausage. But the second time but, around the cat mask and you, you were making the noises. You survived Hong Kong, but they, they tortured you in crafts? <laughs> I've been all over the world, I've done the Super Bowl. And the worst place I've ever been treated was at a dog show in Birmingham. Flipping heck, man. Have you ever had... Have, has, has anyone ever raised a gun or a taser or anything? Yeah, yeah. I went, I went to the Rio Olympics for Usain Bolt, last 100-metre final in the, uh, the Olympics. Yeah. So I've, I've gone, I've, I've got there, I've got a ticket, I've gone into the stadium, but it was one of those games, wow, it's virtually impossible to get on to the, you know, to the area to get on. Yeah. So I'm walking around, I've got to find a way, I've got to find a way, and I try the door, it was open. So as I walked down, it was leading on to the, um, to the ramp that goes up onto the track. So I've gone, oh, so next thing, I'm making a bit of a noise to try and cause a bit of confusion. As I'm about to go up the track, this guy comes around with a machine gun. Ooh, in Portuguese. And I thought, I'm not going to get shot. Because, I mean, and I was still, still fully clothed then with terrorism and all that rubbish going on. Yeah. I was about to run up, up these, this ramp. If I hadn't seen him, he might have thought different and took a pop, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I walked out and, you know, I thought, well, no, it's not worth it for that carry on. How long does it but, take you to, to get naked? Um, literally, from where I'm stood to the middle of the field, I am starkers in about four and a half seconds. That is, fat. That is great. I'm, I'm guessing no pants, right? Uh, starkers. But, that... but, 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 but,
Oh, oh God. I don't want to hear about wonky smiles and one-eyed creatures. <laughs> when you're... No, no it's, it's a genuine, it's a genuine monk, monkey bounce for the way. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> this woman who did, I was so thrilled when we, because we've been talking a lot about streaking, Mark, because my boys, seven and nine, and they're, they're, they're excited by the idea of it. And boy, oh boy, they're going to be pleased to hear that I was speaking to you. So I was, we were thrilled when there, someone said, oh, there's been a streaker at the weekend. But she had a swimsuit on. That's not right, is it? No, that's not streaking. That's just a pitch invasion, man. Yeah. Which is, which is rude. Well, well, the way she did it was a bit, bit rude, actually. I've seen, I've seen the pictures. It was a little bit, um, you know, this gay, so to speak. But uh, Usain Bolt, I missed him in, in Rio in 2016. His last ever 100 metres were at the World Athletic Championships in the London Stadium. Yeah. I thought, OK, I missed him in Rio. Soddy, I'll go and do him at the London Stadium. So I've gone down, I thought, I might retire on this one. So I did it fully stark. I've got to the 100 metres before the race, because I never do it during a race or during a game or whatever. And I've ran the 100 metres, and I got stopped 95 metres down. They stopped me from crossing the line. Oh, come on, let him finish. I had had peace and love written on my chest, right? And they took me off. And these security were just giving me these nasty daggers. I said, read what it says, man. Peace and love, man. So at the end of the, the end of the stadium, when everyone left, he said, you're going to get what you deserve now. You're going to the police. Hand me to the policeman outside. And the policeman said, what have you done? I said, the 100 metre family went, bloody Lord. I said, the world needs people like you. Nice ones. you mind if we have a selfie? Took selfies with the police. And then in the papers, uh, two days later, said, the reason I didn't get arrested was because there's no law governing athletic invasions like football invasions. And this was on the Saturday. It's on till the following Sunday. I thought, if that's right, I went back and did him again twice. Oh, mate. Three times in a week, Mum. Have you got... Mum, time to give me a bit of a hiding. My, my, boys, my boys are seven and nine, right? They love being naked. If, if they want to become... If they want to follow in your naked footsteps, what, <laughs> what tips have you got for any young people who want to get into this, this game? Um, tell your mum and dad's going to be late home for your tea. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Does it? It, it must be terrifying. I, I'm not a fan of of my. I don't like being naked in my own house, Mark. I go I, when I'm naked. The lights are off. I'm almost a never nude. But um, I suppose once you've done it once, that's it. You've done it. You just you just whip it off and you go for it. Well, well, you know. To be fair, um, up until a, probably about the twentieth time, I was still a bit wow, what's going on here? This time, but the reaction of the crowd. It's not as though. Yeah. I'm using nudity as a form of comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the only point of it all, completely. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's just one of them nowadays. It's <laughs> um, Chris O'Dowd, the actor, yeah. he, he wants to play me in a film. And he's compared me to Charlie Chaplin. Oh, wow. Wow! It, it, and yeah, it is, exactly. it's, it's beautiful. I, I Genuinely, I think it's one of the purest forms of art you can do because it's 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 Thank harmless you. everybody loves it everybody loves it you know um and i think i think i was talking to my boys about it because I, I i didn't really approve of all this milkshaking mark you know when people from the far right were getting milkshakes thrown on them yeah. i thought yeah. that was i thought that was mean it, i mean knee-jerk reaction yeah it made me laugh but it's a form of assault it was very intrusive and i think i was was saying we need streakers streaker running past nigel farage now that that's a protest. That's 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 funny. No one's getting hurt. You know that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
Um, do, do you ever do any political events? Well, to, to be totally honest with you, mate, um, I wrote to my MP before this terrorism uh, carry-on started off, and I got a, I've still got it in the House, a letter from the House of Commons, and I just said, you know, I really enjoy Prime Minister's question time. I'd like to go and watch you from the public gallery. I've got the letter still in the House. So he said, please take this letter to the police panel lady on duty on a day, and we'll escort you in. <laughs> I've turned up in a pair of Velcro pants. Oh, here right? we go. Honestly, and I've walked in. Oh, Jesus. And I've got it all sorted in my head because I've planned everything to the minute detail. Yeah. I'm going to go into the public gallery, and I thought it's a, for a hang and a drop, I thought it's going to be like maybe 20 foot. So if I hang, I'm like I'm over six foot, I'm only going to drop about eight foot. I can land down, and I'm just going to run through the house, shout an order. <laughs> <to me. laughs> Banging your gavel. Your gavel flapping in the breeze. Exactly, do you know what I mean? But I've been in. And I've been led in, and as I've been led in, it's just before the house is going into the um, actual, you know, all the, the party members are walking through the main door. Oh, man. And I, so, but while I was stood there, there was a tiny gap. I thought, I can go now. And then that moment, I stopped. I thought, no, no, just go up to the public gallery and hang and drop. Do you know what? I should have. I've learned that from. Oh, that was nearly twenty years ago. Any time I get an opportunity now, to it's just go for it, even though it's against what I've already planned. Because I've gone upstairs with the public gallery. It was like a thirty-foot drop on top of MPs' heads. Mm. I would have ended up in a hospital with an MP's head hanging up my buttocks. <laughs> so I really. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm just looking at your website. This is you, isn't it? Thestreaker.org.uk. That's you, isn't it? That's me, man, uh, yeah. go, everyone, go and have a look. It's it, it's 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 a little bit colourful. It's a little bit geo cities, but <laughs> if uh, there's there's a lot, there's some. There's some... Good place. You don't see any um, north of it. No, I know. That's what, that's what I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, uh, and this picture on the left, I can see your penis, and and there's nothing to be ashamed of there, Mark. You should be very very proud of oh, that. Thank you. And you've got a great <laughs> bum as well. And well, <laughs> I've just scrolled down. There's a picture of your, your your backside, and there's an arrow pointing down to it, and above it it says main ring. What was <laughs> Oh, my God. What was the Grand National? I did it two years before that with a rawhide on my back as well with a cowboy hat and a big Mexican moustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, we think you're brilliant, mate. Thank you, man. Well, listen, do you know what the maddest ones have done, right? Because it's a performance I like to put on because it's not just about sporting events. And you can do... I can turn it into anything. So I thought, what the Chelsea Flower Show? I thought, what can I do there? So yeah. I went to the, so I went, went to the flower show, found the biggest prize garden. I walked over a small body. I stood in the middle of the garden, ripped my clothes off, and I was painted green from the neck down. <laughs> had a pair of wellies on. All my nether regions were covered with ginger, with a ginger wig as, as, as pubic hair kind of thing. I put a ginger beard on. Yeah. I smeared sat and stood there like a demented dwarf, <laughs> like a demented gnome. No one come after me. So I'm suddenly this, this oh, no. middle prize within garden. But what am I doing here? Went sorry. So I've climbed over the barrier. As soon as I'm in the crowd, I'm getting chased by security. Fair. And everyone's shouting, leave the gnome alone! <laughs> leave the gnome alone! Mark, listen, gnomes, if... It... Gnomes were banned <laughs> all that time, but the following year they allowed gnomes to be used in the garden. There you go, you see, you're a trendsetter. Mark, listen, if you're ever around, you, you have to come in the studio one day and, and you can strip off if you want. I'll, I'll, you can run around the studio naked. Well, listen, well, nice of you to ask, because I'm down there in two or three weeks' time. Come in, come in, come in, I mean it, genuinely. I, I, I want to chat to you some more, so come in. 
That'd be a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Well, give, give me a shout. You got my details. Yeah, 100%. We'll sort it out. Mark, you are, you are genuinely, you are, you are a hero. You are keeping up a great tradition <laughs> alive. No one else is, do- that woman was a cop out at the weekend. No one else is doing this. And I, I think you're brilliant, Mark. Keep on doing what you're doing. I look forward to meeting you soon, man. 100%, man. Thanks so much for Th- the kudos. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. And he's just doing it for a laugh. That's all it is. Oh, it's just a bit of fun. Nothing mean. Nothing malicious. Nothing political or... He's just doing it for a laugh. I like that. Yeah. Over 500 times, though. He needs, he's, he needs a letter home to his mum, as you would say. <laughs> oh, Mark, thank you, brother. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I liked him. We'll get him in. We'll get him in. Uh, seriously, if anybody streaks at any of our live shows, we've got London, we've got Bath, we've got Dorset, we've got Belfast, uh, buy you a drink. I will buy you a drink. The first five, I will buy. I will buy a drink for. I love it. I think it's great, and it's not a sexual thing. It's not. No, no one looks attractive. However hot someone is, male or female, no one looks. No one looks sexy running, especially when you have to swerve people. Uh, exactly. I mean, gravity takes you one way. And <laughs> the the, the jiggling and the the flapping and the oh you no, know, it's not. It's not sexy at all. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Right, let us go. Um, oh, now come on, come on, phones. Come on, phones. Are you going to... They might not be doing what I want them to do. Oh, man, alive. If I do that, and I do that, and then we click on there. Right. Could you put the calls down, Gary on one and, and Raheem on two? Because I can't seem to put anyone on a line or call or cut anybody off. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> That's me. That's yes! my favourite thing! That's my favourite thing ever! <laughs> that is the best thing that could ever happen on a phone-in radio show. Thank you, Gary. Well done, brother. Well done! Right. But I found that for... What's that song called that you played earlier? Um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger rap? No, it was after a break. It was Maybe Tomorrow or... Um, oh, uh, it's called Maybe Tomorrow. By the li- it's by The Littlest that? Hobo. Because I heard it um, about a month ago, and I tried to find out what it was called. It is maybe tomorrow. Yeah, but and it's by a group called the Littlest Hobo. Littlest Hobo. Yeah. Right. Did you like it? I'll have a look at that. Yeah, I love the song. It's a bit beautiful, really beautiful song. There's a, some. Here's the thing, right? There's a thing where people, um, <laughs> t- people will now be tweeting me, going, "It's a theme tune to a TV show." It's not. It's not. It's just a really beautiful song about... Um, oh, I heard it. Yeah. And I, what a nice song that is. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down until tomorrow the whole world is my home. That's lovely lyrics. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Gary, you... you, you now, hang on a minute, Gary. Have we spoken before? Yes, I've phoned you. When have, I'll tell you what I've phoned you for before. Yeah. Remember when you... Um, was it the mini with the um, button on the floor? 
the what? I didn't remember what the button was for. The mini with the button on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why. Because you sound a lot like, um, hang on a minute. I'm trying to find a clip that I heard the other day. Um, yeah. No, it's not that. Hang on a minute. I've only just woken up. No. Hang on a minute. Hip, hip, hip. No. You look like him, but I don't think so, is he? Um, hang on, stay there, stay. Uh, how do you work that one out? All right, hang on, let's find it. I'm going to find it, because you sound a lot like, um, oh. That's old news. We don't want to go from a sleazy country to a sludgy <sighs> country. Where is it? Do you remember? I played this clip to you the other day, Boyley. Um, Tell us about your stringy uvula. No, that's not it. Grab pussy. No. Um, oh, I'm not going to be able to find that. Let me just try one more little page. It could be here. Um, uh, how do you work that one out? No. No. Oh, eight, four, four. No. It's disgusting. No. Oh, I can't find it. It's a really funny well, clip. Me. I haven't been rude to you before. No, 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 no. That's oh, old news. Oh, it's That's it's old someone news. saying, um, the end of the world is coming, and it's um, coming soon. Bring it on. And I say, bring it on, man. But that's, that's... I like mine quite hard. No. No, no, please don't. I can't find it. I'll find it at some point, Gary. What, are you in Scotland? No, I'm in Snodland. Snodland? Kent. I'm not, yeah, it says Scotland on my screen. What the hell is wrong? Someone's... I found James Whale when he said the same thing. Well, someone, someone's winding yeah, us. I found James Whale in the week, and he went, are oh, you calling from Scotland? And I went, no, Scotland. Well, the, well I apologise, uh, Gary. So, you yeah, know where Scotland is? I, I do know where Scotland is. It's, it's just north of England. No, not Scotland. Snodland, yeah, it's in Kent. Yeah, near yeah. Maystone. Yeah, 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 it's a great place. Been there many, many times. Oh, it's horrible place. It's a, it's a dump. I was being polite. It's, it is one of the worst places. In fact, I've never even been there. That's how bad it is. It is rough. It is, it is horrendous. I was going to say a rude word then. No, you're best off, you're best off not saying, um... No, I wasn't going to, I was going to say, um, S-H-I-T. Shit, no, probably best that you don't, probably best but you I don't. Do it. No, no, you just spelt it. You just spelt it, which is is, pro is actually worse. If I'm, if I'm, really? yeah, it's, it's actually. Um, I oh, wish I. Sorry. That's okay. I wish I could find this clip. Isn't life dis it, disappointing? It have you ever been? Um, oh, have you been mugged there? Have you been beaten up? No. Well, okay. No. Then that's 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 a bonus. Where I live is quite nice. Oh, okay. It's well, I won't go into it. No, I pro it. probably don't. All right. Well, Gary, it's lovely to talk to you. Okay, Ian. Okay, Gary. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Thank There's a you. note to all the other callers. Yeah. There were a couple of occasions there where he nearly said something and then decided not to. Yeah. Self-editing. We've had a lot of lot of swears recently. We've got a dumb button, so it's fine. But a lot of the old swears. Raheem, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 1000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, stable girls... And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We, uh, we need scientists on the line because I want to find out what is the scientific formula for gay and if we can solve it. 
can we solve it? Can can we can we reverse gay using science? And Widdicombe seems to think we can. And I may have been I may have been it may have been wrong of me when I was on a TV show with her two years ago and told her to f off. Um, that may have been wrong of me because it turns out she knows about gays and science. Even though she's never had it off with anyone. No. Um, uh, my my fear is, I mean, science is a very heterosexual subject. My fear is that one or two sneaky gays will have snuck in the back door. What, done a Turing? Yeah, yeah. And they know the scientific formula for gay. They know how to reverse it. And they've, um, they've I don't know, shoved it up their bottoms or something. Uh, they've done something to stop us solving the gay problem. They've accelerated it. It's outrageous. So uh, if we've got any scientists listening, I don't know much about science. I know a little bit about gay. Um, is, is Anne Whittacombe right? Before we poo-poo her, before we, we tear her to shreds for sounding like a horrible, wrinkled old bigot, is there some truth in this? Is there, does science have the answer to gay? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It is about number. Anne Widdicombe. She can do what she wants behind closed doors, but I wish she'd stop shoving it down my throat. Trying to be a fine thing. Um, I, I can't stand that woman. I did tell her to f off, and I can't, I can't remember what it was for. I know we had an argument. There was her and a horrible, like extreme UKIP woman, and they were both saying the only reason we have um, oh food banks was the only it? reason we have food banks. If pe- if we didn't have food banks, then people wouldn't need to use them. Um, no one actually needs to use a food bag. Everyone can afford food. And I, and I, I told, I got angry with them then. But actually, I, I then read about it and I don't think that was what we were talking about. That had happened previously. And then I think there was something else where I told Anne Whittakin to, and it wasn't F off, it was F yourself, I think. Oh, F yourself. <laughs> something like that. Let me, let me find it. I'll come to you in a second, Raheem. Um, he, and I got called out for it by a lot of people. Oh, they they thought it was offensive because um, she, she was, was old. an older woman. Just because she'd survived. Um, comedian. Oh, it was about, oh, it, I know what it was about. It was about Charlie Gard. F.U. Comedian explodes Anne Widdicombe during huge row over Charlie Gard case. So what it doesn't say is that we had... We'd had a big argument about food banks and her and this horrible UKIP woman. I think she was UKIP, but like proper, ex- as extreme right as UKIP was then before Robinson got involved. Oh, actually, do you know what? I think we can, might be able to hear a bit of the audio without the swear word in. Um, uh, and so we'd had a big argument then. And then we were talking about Charlie Gard and it was, she was basically saying, well, the parents should be allowed to do what they want. Uh, anyway, let's have a little listen. This is, I've not heard this since then. Here we go. Hang on. Play. I'm not knocking the family because... We would do anything for our kids, but I believe they were lied to by an American doctor. That American doctor flew over, checked out that poor young lad and said, actually, I can't do anything about it. He gave them false hope. And citing the Pope and Donald Trump, I don't think they've got any medical experience. How about They've got no no, medical experience. Thank you. That's that's very thoughtful. Thank you, Anne. But now just listen to this. How about citing the other six international scientists who did not have... Any How about no, 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 Great Ormond Street no, Hospital sorry, are the great... Ian, no, sorry. Ian, if you that won't, uh, if you won't even listen to a no, question, that, then we'll go on to, to Janet. Oh, Jan- f*** you, then. 
Well, I do hope they have a bleeper on this Well, program. I hope they do as Janice. well, because, because the, the, the doctor came over I and he, he said, I can't, so, I can't do anything about it. What I wanted you to it. do was to hear the question, but you wouldn't do it. Did so, the doctor Janice. come over? I don't know if the doctor did. An American did doctor came over and said, I can't do anything right. about it, and then they turn off can the we, machine and the lad died. Can we just get the facts absolutely straight? It was January, not July, when the parents first found out about the work. Let's get the facts right. Anne Widdicombe, who thinks there's a, there's a, there's a scientific answer to solution. gay. Solution. Jeez. It. And also, that word solution. Yeah. No thanks, guys. Got to be careful. You've got to be careful. All you got to do is put the word final in front of it, and suddenly you've got a whole different skillet of fish. The word solution, is, it, it's, it's got a lot of weight to it that it doesn't need. I just, come on. Who cares? Who cares? People like that. Well, I was going to say people like that are dying out, but there's, I think there's, I, I, sadly, I think there's a whole new breed of... This is the thing. If there were just gay people here and gay, they didn't have babies with artificial insemination or any of that, then bigotry would die out because we wouldn't have any bigot babies. I think that works. I think that works. Let's go to Raheem. Good evening, Raheem. Good evening, Raheem. How you do, uh, good evening. Yay! How you Two in a row, two in a row. Our callers <laughs> are plums, our callers are plums. Oi! <laughs> oh man, no, no, no. this is the best day of my life. What was was a rather lacklustre show has turned into the greatest show ever broadcast. There we go. You see, I've revived it. Ain't I? You've revived it, Raheem. <laughs> what, can you, what can you do now? What can you do to suck it all dry? Ah, oh, don't worry, don't worry. You can save your dumb button. I won't swear. Okay. Um, basically, um, I was listening to you in the first hour, and you took about suggestions for James Bond. Wasn't the you? best? Well, no, no, no. I don't want. I don't want James Bonds now. I want th- now. yeah throughout. I want the best James Bonds that we never had. James Nesbitt. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even considering that for a second. Terrible. 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 His wig. His what? His wig. His or is he got? Has he got butt plugs? What? Hair plugs? No. Do you even know who he is? Yes, of course I do. He pulled me out of a toilet cubicle once. He was in rather a hurry to get in What's there. Like? Oh, for it's a true story. He's got he's got beef. Let's be honest. Uh, well, I don't know you probably. <laughs> I think yeah. I, well, I get where you're coming from because I think he's a twinkler in the old old tradition of James Bond. Yeah, I like to I like to make love to him as money Benny. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say Richard Madley as well, but I don't think you're going to Richard Madeley. And um, Richard <laughs> Madeley, I could see Richard <laughs> no, Madeley as Bond. No, I could see Richard Madeley. Nah, I don't think that would go down well, would it? Um, I think he would go down very well. Yeah, no, he's more like a partridge kind of guy. Yeah, no, I could see mainly as Bond. You reckon? Yeah, totally. T- I, of course, of course you could. Oh, no, I think he'd be good. Now, who did you say? Richard Madden. I don't know who that is. Weren't they thinking about bodyguard. him? He's one of these people that they're... Who, hang on, who is he? The Bodyguard. I, I, I don't know what that is. It's a TV yeah. programme. Yeah, yeah, it was on the last year, one of the biggest shows. Cass, just show me a generic picture of a generic beefcake. I've got no <laughs> idea. No, he's a beefcake. Bond shouldn't be a beefcake. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was one of the biggest shows of last year. How can you not know it? Well, I've, I've heard of it. I didn't see it. I don't oh, watch TV. I heard he uh, wasn't as good as Kevin out. Costner, so you're I gave it a swerve. You're missing out. Rahim's not listening. Rahim's, Rahim's doing his, his bodyguard rant. <laughs> I'm not missing out. There's nothing good on TV. Oh, I tell you what you've got to see. Shut, shut up. Right. What you've got to see. It's only 30 minutes long. It's on Netflix. It's funny, but then it transcends humour and becomes beautiful. It's um, Lonely Island, the story of the Bash Brothers. I think I've 
seen that lurking around on Netflix. Mate, oh. watch it. it the Lonely Island, the story of the Bash Brothers, right? It's about these yeah. two... Ba- it's 30 minutes long. It's described as a visual poem, and mm-hmm. it is... It's stunning, and it's um, it's a spoof about these two old baseball players who, in the eighties, recorded an unreleased rap album, and it. Right. But it is just, um, it, 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 it's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I was, I, I was totally, totally blown away by it. Oh, I'll give it a go then. See how it is. Yes, man, watch it. One thing, one thing I'm looking forward to coming back on Netflix. Actually, have you ever heard of Atypical? Nope. Oh man, that is one great show. Like you know, probably one of the best things Netflix has got. What is it's it? Like, it's like a like a sort of light comedy, but it it's like it's a show that raises awareness for autism. Okay, it's like, like this, like this um, autistic kid you get an inside the humor is obsessed with penguins and Antarctica, and. Oh. It highlights all the social issues, but in a comedic aspect. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. But is it is it as good is it as good as Welcome back to Sports Chat. I'm standing here with two fellas who are having a heck of a year, the Bash Brothers. At this point, guys, I think everyone knows who you are, but just in case Listen why don't you introduce yourself. Oh, okay. Well they call me Jose. And I'm Mark. <laughs> And I'm Mark. Go home! I think that's probably all we can play because it gets a little bit sweary. Thank you very much, Raheem. We've got Dave, we've got Nick, we've got Greg. It's a real sausage party here tonight, guys. Um, let's see if we can get some dip as well. Oh, three, oh four. no. I didn't know where that was. No, that was horrible. Terrible. I apologise. Walk it back. No, I can't! 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. There's a new film that came out today. We got the director on Steve Byrne, I think his name is off the top of my head. Uh, it's about the amazing Jonathan. It's free. Free. I, 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 it's free somewhere. I need to have a little look online and find out exactly where it is. It's not YouTube, but it's just been like it, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And it's free and you think, oh, it's gonna be a little bit crappy. It's gonna be like a YouTube documentary about aliens no it's not it's a proper film it's, it's a really really good film i couldn't believe it when he said he, he was just giving it away for free i'll find the link if i can during the news or if someone can find it for me um uh, i think it's called always amazing the story of amazing jonathan it's incredible anyway steve is coming on tomorrow night at 12 to talk about it and why he did it and it, 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 so your homework if you get the chance is uh watch it between now and midnight tomorrow really lovely charming funny uh, there's the, the documentary. So he's this he's an American magician and comedian, right? And he's he's funny, man. Um, and then there's this weird bit, particularly in light of the Michael Jackson documentary, there's this weird bit where he goes to Australia to play some club dates in Australia and it cuts to this guy who was 12 at the time and his dad took him to see it and he went, I was blown away. And when I sat there and I was blown away and I started collecting amazing Jonathan pictures and I had them over my wall and... I uh, would go and see, I would go every time he was playing. I would go and see his show, and I got re- you know, and I would phone him up. I'd phone his hotel room, and he arranged to meet me and stuff like that. And you're thinking, oh geez, oh god, here we go, here we go, here we go. But no, he just ended up. Uh, he, Mason Jonathan kept in touch with him over the years, 
eventually married an Australian woman and he came over and, and went by this time the, the kid's like 16 or 17 do you want to come and meet you know bring your mum and dad but if you want to come and meet my, my wife you'd be welcome and he ended up working with him for about 20 years just as like his, his road manager and stuff and there's nothing there's nothing in it they just took a shine as this 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 magician and this slightly weird kid and they just kind of connected and it's it's, it's brilliant such a good story anyway that is uh, we're talking about that tomorrow let's go to Greg good evening Greg Hello, Ian. Hello, Greg. What can we do for you tonight? Uh, well, I was catching up from last week's um, shows. Greg, where, where are, you, are you calling us from a time warp? No, I'm in my kitchen. Oh, well, you sound like you're at the bottom of the sea. It, uh, oh, is, I'm sorry. What is, what is, is, this, is this Probert? It is. Well, then I'm going to be gentle with you, because this guy knows kung fu films. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it sounds bloody awful. You're, oh. you're not on speakerphone, are you? No, I'm not on speakerphone. I can move the... My living room, but let's, let's try the tank in there and it's a bit noisy. Let's try the living room. Let's try the living room. Let's see. Yeah. Here we go. Here, here we go. Sounds like he's calling better? from a sub. Doesn't it? Is that better? So, um, tell us what you have for breakfast. Nothing. Oh. It still sounds very, it still sounds very echoey. Oh. It might be us because the phones have been completely to cock tonight. We're going to work with it, Greg, because you've always got, gr you've got oh. GC great content. Oh, I, I wouldn't go that far. But, You've um, got AC, adequate content. Yeah, even that. <clears throat> You've, You've got, got S, C, <laughs> some content. <laughs> He's got F, filler. <laughs> yeah, uh, filler. Yeah. Poly, poly filler. Go on then. What, what, anyway, go on, Greg. I was listening to last Thursday's show. Your, your special, I Can I just say, and I don't say this lightly, and, uh, yeah. and, and this is, I'm an ambassador for Shart, for people who follow through, and I'm not ashamed of it, and you shouldn't be ashamed of it, and I'm not ashamed to tell you, and this is not a gag, Greg, yeah. I've had to change my pants twice today. Yeah. Well, twice. Like Once when I woke up, um, and I tried to do my early morning um, fart, and I was like, oh, I've got to get up. And the second time was uh, it was a little bit later on in the day. I'd been to the toilet, I'd finished, and I stood up. And as I walked away, I went, "Oh no!" And I had to change my twice. I've changed my pants today, and I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed by it, Greg. Well, it happens. It happens. They say sharp happens. Yeah, sharp happens. There we go. That's a great slogan. Oh, mate, that's a great slogan. Do you mind if we if we uh, if we use that for the charity? I don't have copyright on it. So thank you very much indeed. Sharp anyway, happens. I've, I've yes. Richard special last week. Yes. And, um, it could be linked, uh, linked to the paranormal. Because I know you had... We've, we, I, don't, I don't really want to dwell on this. What, you think there might be a negative entity trying to work yeah, its way out? I don't want to I, listen. I do not want to dwell on the whole paranormal aspect of this because I'm. Uh, I am. First of all, Catherine and I genuinely had an argument on the aeroplane about it. She thinks. I think that the doll, the haunted doll we bought, might be having an impact on this. Mm -hmm. She doesn't think so, and we had a proper argument. And I'm just yeah, hoping. And then as we got off the aeroplane, I did smell a presence. Oh yeah. Well, I'm. I'm hoping that the less we talk about it, then the sooner, less said, sooner's mended. Uh, the sooner that this spirit leaves on, leaves us and moves on to somebody else. Well, I was going to say, it's sort of evidence which suggests it on YouTube. Okay. If you type in most farted on YouTube, it could be a little bit of evidence for you. Most farted? Yes. Most farted, original version okay most farted original okay let's have a little 
Okay, here we go. Original and official version. Okay, let's have a little listen. Okay. Hello and welcome to Most Parted. I've brought you to a sheltered valley in Gloucestershire where seven million people died in 1803 by passing. Wow. Right. <laughs> now, I was talking about this lady's passageway earlier. Yeah. And that is when she's in the atmosphere. Oh, there we go. Her energy is... That's better, Sam. That's better. Bring her a bit closer. Is this real? Is this real? This seems to me, at this moment, to be quite delightful. Um, they are in the atmosphere. The others will follow through. Okay. The little beauty. Also is this real? Hello. I never saw this. Is this I a real... This episode. Is this a real program? I'm here today and I'm starting really quick. This is incredible. Oh, gosh. It's going to open up here. And maybe we've got more than one force to contend with. It, it could be even stronger. We should get a warning quite quickly. There's a very, very strong negative force here. A very strong negative force. Oh, oh, oh. How dare you? <laughs> Is this real? Please try use our energy. Make a noise. Nothing seemed to be happening for a while until Derek started to shake. <laughs> My favourite bit. <laughs> Oh, is this real, Greg? I've never seen this before. This is incredible. It's obviously made up together, but I think there's oh. a clip before where um, they got this... Yes, yeah, the highlights from the show, from Most Farted. They, they had this device which does temperature, and they were sort of farting in it. There's an outtake, never got broadcast, and I think they wow. put the soundtrack of them saying farting and farting. Wow. But, but so, so, so there was that outtake, and then that inspired that series. Most of, that is incredible. And Catherine, yet you refuse to believe that my stomach issues could be caused um, by a dark force. Truth is out there. The truth is out there. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Ian. Uh, I called through last week about Mark Roberts, the streaker. So I want to say a big thank you to yourself. Well, yes, I call him the streak. Hey, thank you, Nick. Oh, thank you. What, what, what a great guest. Is he coming on uh, Wednesday, is it? So you know, he was on just, he was on tonight. Oh, I missed him. Right oh, you're there. joking! Well, don't worry, I've just had an email. Here we go, listen to this. He was on, he was on at 11 o'clock, Nick. Right, I'll listen to it, I can listen to it again. But I've called up tonight. Hang on a minute, Catherine's got an update, a Mark Roberts it's update. A, it's a streaking update. That was great, I really enjoyed our chat. Tell Ian, he's a really cool guy. Yes, man! And thanks for all his lovely <laughs> comments, he gets me. I'll let you know when I'm coming down in a couple of weeks and hopefully meet up in the studio. By the way, I'm doing a documentary. So would it be possible for Simon, the doc guy, to come into the studio to film our yes. interview? It'd be great if he can. Oh, Much as cheers, amigos. Yes. Look forward to chatting again soon. We're going to see his penis yay close. 
and his bomb crack. <laughs> yes, it's going to happen, Nick. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Mark Roberts. Um, That's not actually the reason I've called. I've called tonight about the Arnold Schwarzenegger song. Oh, yeah. Because um, when you played that, obviously I heard it when it was released last week. Uh, but it reminded me, a friend of mine had made a, a mix-up, a mash-up, of um, uh, something he'd done himself, mixed in with, you know, the 1977 uh, Pumping Iron documentary that Arnold Schwarzenegger made. I'm, a, I'm aware of it. I've never seen it, obviously. Ah, right, OK. Because there's a very famous part in it um, that's been known basically due to the humour that's come out of it. And yes. he mixed it in with... Um, he basically used his wah-wah pedal, and I wanted to play a bit of it for you now. Okay. Okay. Um, I can does, does, the wah -wah, does the wah-wah sound like farts? No, it's, it's very much in the spirit of um, Brian Eno. Oh, Maybe geez. if you've listened to Radiohead Kid A, something of that ilk. Right. But he's mixed it in with some of the sound bites from uh, Pumping Iron. So okay. I can play it for you now. Maybe even email it if you want to play it later on. Never given you my email address. I know never, no one is ever ever guessing my email address. No, you're not, you're not getting it, Boyley. No one's getting it. It's top secret. Well, no one knows it. And you know what that means? No emails. And I love okay. it. Can I play it live, then? Yeah, go on. Okay, here we go. I'll play about 20, 30 seconds. Okay. Okay, I think we get the idea. I think you're having sex with a woman and coming. Is that what he's saying? Wow. Y yes, thank you. you can, we can. Uh, what a world we live in. <laughs> I let's, mean, let's squeeze Dave in. Good evening, Dave. How you squeeze me in, are you? Oh. Well, if you're if you're good, you might get carried on over the nose. Might get you to straddle. Well, I'll, I'll straddle. Yeah. Well, what is this? Come part. on, guys. I'm trying to do an upmarket. Intellectual show, and we got fart, farting noises. We got um, Arnie talking about um, ejaculation, yeah. and now Dave wants to straddle the newsreader. Well, I look forward to your rap album, All Sausage No Dip. There we go. <laughs> oh my God, I, that was that was not something that should have been said on British radio, and or I can, at all. I can only uh, I can only apologise, Dave. Oh, so talking, of, talking of streakers, my favourite one is the guy at the Oscars. Uh, with David Niven. I don't know if you've seen that one. No! Oh, it's fantastic. David Niven, Oscars streaker. Come straight up. Let's have a... Um, here we go, here we go, here we go. My favourite Oscar moment has got to be the streaking. The uh, the great one. The oh, divulge the contents of this year's most important envelope is a very important contributor to world entertainment. And someone, quite likely... Oh! Yay! Niven loves it! David Niven just kind of kept on going. I don't want people talking. Hang on a minute. Let's do this. This, this is His reaction is slide after he's superb. Hang on, here we go, here we go, here we go. Is never lightly given. And now, to divulge the contents of this year's most important envelope is a very important contributor to world entertainment. And someone, quite likely... That's a proper 70s streaker. Peace sign, long hair, moustache. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that, um, that was almost bound to happen. <laughs> but isn't it fascinating that... <laughs> fascinating to think that, that probably the only laugh that man will ever get in his life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings. Oh, David, David, never. This is a class act. Oh, what an act. Uh, uh, Dave, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. Somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine So I think on the I think on the twenty fifth we've got a band coming into the studio. We've got well, we've got Johnny Eccles, who was the original guitarist from Love, and we've got uh, Baby Lemonade, who kind of backed Arthur Lee for years and years and years. Probably the longest band he ever had. So we can officially call them Love. They're coming in the studio now. I don't know if they're coming. I think they're coming in live in the evening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's their last time they're ever touring because they're done. They're old. Johnny Eccles is old. They've got a new single out, and they're doing one last tour. We need to find a date that we're going to go and see them. Did he come in the studio last time? No. He was I, really charming, though, I seem to remember. He was on, Johnny Eccles was on the phone, I think. I know I met him. I went and saw him do a gig, and I met him and uh, and got him to sign the article I did. He was on the phone. He was on the phone, I think, for w- when we had him on here. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully they're coming in, and they're going to play some songs acoustically. Acoustic-y love. I cannot wait. I mean, yeah, of course we'd love Arthur to be there. Oh, we'd love her. How long ago did Arthur Lee die, Dave? Was it about ten years? It's got to be about that, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't it, doesn't it go, eh? Doesn't it go? We're going to have Johnny Eccles sat in the studio. We're going to have we're gonna have Rusty Squeezebox sat in this studio. Oh. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, ca- I cannot wait. What a thrill. You're just going to see me sat here like this, just mooning over them. It's going to be fun, man. Are you, gonna go- are you a Love fan, Dave? Are you going to go and see uh, any uh, Love? Yeah, I never, I never saw Love. I saw Rocky Erickson. He died over the weekend. Rocky, aye. Rocky Erickson. Yes, hats off. What's the- there's a great... Um, there's a great documentary about you're, him. You're going to miss me, yeah. Um, I, I will do, Dave, but but let's just finish this point first of all. There's a great documentary, and I can't think what it's called. Do you know what it's called, Dave? 
who's on first. <laughs> thank, thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, you're going to miss him. It's a great film. I, and I tried to get into the band. Oh God, my mind has gone blank. What was the band Rocky Erickson was in? What, the 13 Chlorella band? Yeah, I, try, I bought a box set of their stuff after watching this documentary. Yeah, it's, it's kind of unlist. First album's good, but then it's first cool. album's yeah. all right. It's, it's, it's jug band music, so there's a lot of yeah. boop, 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 they're blowing into a jug, jug they're, they're like psychedelic jug band. They're blowing into a jug, and the rest of it's the rest of it's pony. And but but yeah, I like I, the idea. I saw him of one time, and he was really good, and saw another time, and it was awful. But well, yes, the, the the American um, uh, Sid ba- uh, Barrett, I suppose, would be the the lazy shorthand if we were. Yeah, I mean, his family sort of got whole, well, his mum sort of, you know ran his life and sort of his brother had to go in there and get legal legally get him sort of control of his life to get her away from him oh he did didn't he he did yeah i might have to dig that film out. It's a great film i'll, yeah, I'll watch that film. i'll watch it but you've seen love story the arthur lee film yeah yeah great yeah film. That, they had on the reach uh, street Theater, uh cinema yes, they to go did. Again, it's but. a great film well the johnny eccles is coming in he's gonna play us some tunes a guy, that guy played lead guitar on Forever Changes, man. That's, that's all you need to know. He played lead guitar. I tell, you, I tell you, hang on a minute. This is, let, let's hear Johnny Eccles um, at his, uh, his peak. Listen to the electric guitar on this, right? This is Johnny Eccles. Everyone goes, well, what was the... Everyone argues about the first song that invented punk. I've, I've got it. It's this. Here we go. Here we go. Yes, sir. Was a boy, I thought about the times I'd be a man. I'd sit inside a bottle and pretend that I was in a can. In my lonely room, I'd sit my mind in an ice cream cone. You can throw me if you want to, but I'm a bone and I go, oh, big, big, oh, big, big, yeah. Come on, man. Johnny Eccles is on that. <laughs> Incredible. I forget how much I love, because everything's Forever Changes. I, the first two albums, there's some nice tracks on there, but it's always Forever Changes. And for me, For Sale, I love For Sale and um, mm. but Real to Real. I think Real to Real is a great album. But then every I just remember Seven and Seven is, and I just think, oh, man, that's, that's what it's all about. Or, um, uh, oh, listen, listen, oh, you talk about the early stuff. Listen to this, man. Listen to this. This is Johnny Eccles, ladies and gentlemen. But, but, well, not that. This is an advert for a, a film. I, I know people hate it when we do obscure music. You know what? Tough. My show. Get your own show. Yeah, thank you. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> Here we go. Johnny Eccles now. Just got out my little red book the minute that you said goodbye. I thumbed right through my little red book. I wasn't gonna sit and cry. I went from A to Z. I took out every pretty girl in town. They danced with me. And as I held them, all I did was talk about you. Hear your name and I start to cry. There's just no getting over you. Oh no. What a song. What a song. Oh, Dave, I'm excited. Johnny Eccles is coming in. Dave, sorry, I'm, we were indulging myself, and you're here, a good friend of the show. Yeah. Guest, guest on our show. Dave, what can we do for you this evening at nine minutes past well, twelve? Uh, yeah, well, another thing, uh, you mentioned Chris Lynham earlier. Yes. Uh, I, I saw him do that act uh, about four years ago. By I that guess. act, he means sticking a firework up his jacket yeah. and singing, uh, what was it, That's Entertainment? 
show business, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a thing that uh, Stuart Lee cur- curated at the uh, Royal Festival Hall mm. called At Last, the 1981 show. Yeah. Where he got, he got together a load of people like Norman Lovett. Um, Wish I'd gone to that. The Oblivion Boys, uh, Alexis Sell, who, who it was, it was a, it, you maybe didn't miss much. It was quite oh. good. Uh, but Alexis Sell sort of refused to do any stand-up. He sort of deconstructed the idea in doing stand-up again, which is a bit weird. But um, it was good to see the Oblivion Boys, Nigel Planer, Frank Chickens, who are a massive fan of Frank Chickens. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so he did it, yeah, it was about four but here's or five the thing, years ago. Well, Chris, this is what I heard about Chris Lynham, right? He's, he does exactly the same act that I saw 30 years ago. He yeah. does it now, where he eats all the chocolate in a, while he's wearing a dress. Yeah. I love chocolate. It's exactly the same act, right? And this is what I heard, and I heard this about 15 years ago, so I don't know if it's still true. He lives in Zimbabwe, and he's, you know, he he does all right, he lives over in Zimbabwe, then every time he needs money, he comes over here, does three months of shows, gets all the money, then goes back to Zimbabwe, and does exactly the same act he did 30 years ago. Yep. That's what I, Good that's for what I him. heard as well. Good for him. I, honestly, 15, 16, I'd had a couple of beers. I was in, I must have been 16. A couple of beers was in the Marquee Club, I think to see Frank Sidebottom or maybe the man from Del Monte, I can't remember. And this guy walks on stage with this wild hair and I, it, it blew my mind, Dave. It blew my mind. Yeah, I remember, I saw him at sort of a couple of shows, and then he was on Just for Laughs, that thing that used to be on Channel 4, yeah. you know, from Montreal, and the Canadian audience is just wondering what the hell had just hit them, really. So Just for you, Laughs was a great show, right? It was it was the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, and it was on. Do you remember, now I've only got a vague memory of this, right? Um, well, first of all, I've got two memories of Just for Laughs. One, of Vic and Bob dying, dying. on their asses. And he still talks about that, doesn't he, Bob Moore? Oh, his favourite, apparently it was one of his favourite moments on stage, dying completely. He's playing Lucky Carpet. Lucky Carpet, they've got a massive 12-foot carpet and they're singing Lucky Carpet to silence to the Canadian audience. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. But then there was another thing, it was like a comic, it was a stand-up, and it wasn't on the big stage, it was on a different stage, like a club. And he starts tearing into someone in the audience. Yeah, you tearing into him. And after a bit, the camera pans around and it's someone in a ridiculous over-the-top suit. It's Chris Evans. Yeah. Do, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember where that was from. But. Some, I thought it was just love. Someone laying into this guy and it's Chris Evans. And he's like, Chris Evans is kind of sat there. In his sort of turquoise suit or something. Something it, ridiculous. It? Look, you know, looking like an idiot. But, but, but yeah. that was the look he was going for. But of course, in Canada, he's nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. So people just think he's, a, he's an idiot. Well, of course, there's Jerry Sadowitz, and I'm not going to say the line, but uh, Jerry Sadowitz said about just four laughs, that's what you get, just four laughs. Yeah, just four, uh, I, 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 do you know, I, I, uh, we, we're off to see, Kath and I, and my sister and her husband, we're off to see Neil Hamburger uh, mm-hmm. very soon, who, I'm worried, my, I, I was trying to find, my sister said, oh, I don't know anything about him, what's he like? And I was trying to find clips on YouTube, I couldn't find anything I could send her. <laughs> Couldn't find anything. And he is very much, I was thinking about this a lot, he's very much like... Um, Tony Clifton. He's like Tony Clifton, but he's more like Jerry Sadowitz. Mm. In the, um, most of what he's saying is horrible. Really offensive, yes. It's horrible. I saw Sadowitz about four years ago, 
and um, it's in the Leicester Square Theatre, just around the corner from obviously the theatre land. And it was the night that um, the, the um, ceiling collapsed at the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night. Oh, yeah, yes, I remember that. And um, so we've been on our phones at half time, you know, and seen this. Jerry Sadowitz walks on. The first line he says is, what about the curious incident of the ceiling in the night then? <laughs> well, we didn't know people were actually being pulled out of the... Yeah. He, and I just went... Uh, oh. I very nearly became friends with Jerry Sadowitz. Very nearly. We got... We were texting each other... And we were going to meet for... He's a very shy man, Jerry. I think he's brilliant. I think he's brilliant, but he's a very shy man. And we were texting each other and we kept arranging to meet up for lunch in Camden and one of us would cancel. And then, and then mm. in the end, we, he, he, he just stopped replying. I don't know what happened. We, we stopped talking to each other or something and it never happened, which is... Which I think he got he got a bit scared and, and, and kind of disappeared because I was trying to get him to come on the, the Virgin Radio show and he, he, was, he was not up for that, but I, he was up for a lunch and then it didn't happen. But, but, but great. I would like... This is what... Chat, this is what they need to do. Release a DVD of the People versus Jerry Sadowitz. Mm, that was a great series, That was great. Yeah. And do you remember that? There was. A, do you remember this programme, Catherine? It was on Channel 5, right? It was Jerry Sadowitz was sat on stage in like a theatre, right? And people would, would come on. It was kind of like this show, right? Mm. People would come out on the stage and sit next to him and they would, they had to, they would have like a point they wanted to make. It might be a charity or a political point or a joke or something. And as long as Jerry Sadowitz was interested, you were allowed to stay on. If he got bored... You got rung off, and if you if you st- if you stayed beyond your time, security would come and, and move you off. And there was one episode, and I just I watched this on a loop. This guy came out, and he was talking about the environment or something, and it was really boring. And Jerry Sadowitz was about to bing him off, and he went, "No, no, no, that's unfair. That's unfair. I tell you what, maybe I'm missing something. Are there any questions from the audience, right?" And hand went up, and Jerry Sadowitz said, "Yeah, you, sir, you." And the guy went, "Um." Excuse me, are you the lead singer from Then Jericho? And the guy went, y- Yeah, yeah, I am. And Sadowitz went, <laughs> <laughs> He just rang him up. That was a great. I you, remember that. I remember that. Are you and the lead singer from Then Jericho? That's not the point. Yeah, that was it. Said. That's not the point. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I thought of that for years. Anything else, Dave, before I cut you off? Um, just the uh, best bond we never had was uh, Patrick McGoon. I'll um, give you that. It wasn't, wasn't he, he up was for it? it? He was offered it before Sean Connery and he said oh, will you, if you tone down the sex and violence then I'll do it and they said no aye, so. aye, aye. he would have been good I do th- I'm do. i not really a fan of Colin Firth but seeing him in the lowbrow um, the, the Kingsmen I thought he was I thought he was brilliant in it but so the thing is that, um, hang, on, of, hang on a minute Dave Kath's having sorry, a moment yeah. I've never seen this before she's oh. squirming in her seat yeah Colin Firth you're actually blushing wow really why oh he was just Oh, he was just lovely. Don't you say Mr. Darcy? No, not even then. Right. Just, oh, just lovely. Okay. What did I like him in? I liked him in... Your bed. <laughs> no. I liked him in, um... He was the only good part in Glove, actually, I thought. When he was trying to make... He was Never trying seen to... It. He was trying to chat up the um, Portuguese maid, and he was all very... Oh, he's just lovely in there. All right, okay, there we go. Well, we've anyway, learnt, carry on. I'm just we've learned something bit, about... Um, a little bit misty-eyed over Catherine. here. She's a, she's a dirty... She's a horny man! <laughs> Horny for Firth, filthy Firth. <laughs> Go on, David, please. No, I was, I was going to say the thing is that sort of the Bourne films and I guess John Wick has sort of taken over that sort of high octane, and that's what oh, Keanu Reeves. The... There we go. <laughs> Keanu Reeves would be a great Bond. Well, he wouldn't, would he? You know, I'd let him off. You know who was interviewed to be Bond? It was courted to be Bond, Burt Reynolds. 
yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds. Too brash for Bond, isn't he? And also at the same, this was like late 60s when he was less brash, when he was a good actor. And also, wasn't um, Adam West sniffed about a bit? Yeah, yeah, I think you are. Huh? If we're going to go American, then Robert Redford, surely. Yeah. Oh. Mm, yeah, yeah, he would have been good. Um, or Newman, maybe. Yeah, oh, my God, yes. Yes. All right, David, thank you very much. Oh, we lost our other call in there. They got bored. Never mind. Screw you, loser. 0344 499 1000, because that caller disappeared just as we were going to them. It means the switchboard is empty, dear listeners. So now would be a great time to give us a call. Best bonds we've never had. Moustaches, the who, Glasgow, paying for drinks, streaking. We've covered it all, I think, this evening. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Let's go to Ray. Um, good evening, Ray. Good evening, all. Good evening, Ray. What go- well, you're, now, you're sounding muffled. Am I? Yes. Oh, is, this, oh, is this the Ray that's always muffled? Oh, it's, no, m- it's no, muffled no, Ray, of course. The thing is, he hasn't back. called us for so long, and then he's just started getting back in the calling groove again in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten, yes, it's muffled Ray. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's just accept that his, his phone is made of cardboard. Unbelievable. When are they going to make a cardboard telephone? That's got to be the next thing, isn't it? Anyone? Hello? No, I've got nothing. Okay, me neither. <laughs> well, let's move on. The comedy <laughs> cul-de-sac, let's stop. <laughs> Um, right, okay. Uh, Have you ever had a moustache? No. You'd look good with a moustache. You're a big man, but you're out of shape. No, you're a big man, but you're out of shape. Oh, oh. No, you are a big man, but you're out of shape. You'd look great with a moustache. He's got a sort of big face, hasn't he? That, that looks like... Unbelievable. No, I don't... It's not an insult. I'm genuinely... But if you had a moustache, imagine how much more muffled he'd sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Gosh, I've just got back into my groove to, to ring back in. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I've, cause, um, I've gone a bit stalkerish again. Go on, what's happened? Um, I've just got tickets for London. Yay! Uh, Shrews- Shrewsbury and Bath. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank God someone's coming to Dorset, because no one else is. <laughs> Could you do us a favour, if you come into uh, Shaftesbury, not Shrewsbury. Oh, Shaftesbury, I meant, I meant Shaftesbury. If you come into Shaftesbury, could you, like, move about a fair bit in the seat, <laughs> just so that we feel like there are people there? You know, like in Neighbours, when they used to have a party, and there'd be the same five people walking back and forth? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm coming with a friend, so we'll sit one yes. either side. Yes! Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Shaftesbury's going to be funny because it's a lunchtime. It's a shorter show. I think that's reflected in the ticket prices. I can't quite remember how much we're charging for it, but I think we're, I think we're, um, uh, we, we're virtually giving it away. Um, um, uh, but it's part of a fringe, and we were doing it to see if just doing it to try something a little bit different. You know, I think we've broken even on that already. Whenever might go and see. Um, look at that. Yeah, we've sold uh, twenty nine tickets now out of a hun- out of one hundred and fifty eight. <laughs> wow, we got a show. Flipping. How much? Well, hang, how much we charge? Maybe we're charging too much. How much are we charging? Hang on. Uh, I think I paid seventy six pounds each a ticket. Shut your face. It, it's eight, <laughs> mate. It's eight. It's eight quid a ticket. There he is, right at the top there. Ray bought his tickets um, on the third of June. Well done. It, oh, it's eight quid a ticket to see the guy who came third in I'm a Celebrity yeah. 2017. Eight quid. Mm. Eight quid. For goodness sakes, what's your problem? 
eight I'm just releasing five. London is sold out, but I'm just releasing five more tickets. There are now five tickets left for London on June the 23rd and 131 tickets left for July the 6th. There we go. How, how does that work? So. How does that work? Well, you what happens is, is you buy a ticket and then you come to a show, you present the ticket at the door and that entitles you, you, entitles you to a show. Doesn't no, but, not necessarily I mean, a good one. No. I mean, if you sold out a show, how can you then find more tickets to sell if it's already because sold out? Because sometimes I set a slightly, particularly for this venue in London, I set a slightly lower ticket amount than is actually available. So oh. this, this venue holds 100. I set it for 90. We sold it at 90. I've just added five more, and we'll probably have five comps because my sister wants to come and like a couple of other people. So, so there's five more tickets. Nice. That's how it works. That's show business. The one thing I wanted to ask you. Are you, um, dr- are you drunk? No, I've not had one single drink tonight. You said five. <laughs> are, are you high on drugs? No. You're a little bit slurry. What's going on now? I'm on medication. I'm on strong medication. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do I need to walk this back? No, I'm going to carry on walk. Oh, yeah, James Coburn, of course, would have been a great Bond. Um, uh, uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm going to embrace it. What, what are your meds? What, are you on Tramadol or something? Um, no, I, uh, last week I was out at a comedy do with my, my son and my feet, my feet, Bloomed up out of nowhere. Oh, it's literally twice the size. No. What is it? Elephantitis. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not funny. Because I was out yesterday and I, I was wearing sort of flip floppy type thing, and someone came up to me. She must have been in the sixties and told me I had elephant feet. Oh, cheeky man. <laughs> so did the, now, when you say you're out with your, your kid and it just ballooned up, I mean, was it literally you were there looking at it, going, or was it just a bit tight when you got home? What, how did? It, how fast was this ballooning? Well, I was. I was. We were. We were sitting down watching the show, and I felt sort of uh, a little bit of pain in my, in my feet. Didn't think much of it. Then noticed um, at the on the at the break that they had Hank? sort of swollen up a bit, but yeah. I was wearing sort of trainers and everything, so it didn't take too much uh, notice. But then when I got home an hour or so later, could, it took me twenty minutes to get my trainers off. Yes. Wow! And we've actually got the this is we've got a recording, an actual recording of, of, um, of Ray's feet growing. It sounded like this. There we go. That's Ray's feet growing. Um, hey, f- um, blown up feet? No, no. Uh... No laughing matter. I remember I'm not having laughing. very, very, very swollen feet when I was pregnant, and it was not fun. So, what they th- what's it caused it? Have you been bitten by like a nuclear spider or something? <laughs> well, no, I, I was in agony. I've uh, got another. Hang on a minute. I've got. I'm not making. <laughs> that was the sound. This is why we got struck off. <laughs> I think I've got. I think I might have. Some, oh, hang on. I think I've got. Might have another recording. Hang on. Do you, no. mi- do you mind, nurse? I'm trying to examine this hang patient. Hang on. Here we go. Uh, Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite tricky. <laughs> that was the big toe. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is, this is, uh... Oh, no! Oh, 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 I saw where that was going. The words came up on the screen. Wow, I think we dumped that. Double dumped that. Flipping it, Ray. You're taking me into some very... Here we go, here we go. This is it, this is it. This is an actual recording of Ray's feet... Be careful. ...growing. Oh, sorry, that one's... That... Here we go. Oh, jeez. Here we go. the left one <laughs> and that's the middle toe hang on a minute one well, of these will be good hang on a minute 
There we go. Here we go. That's it. That was it. That was your foot, um, that was your foot growing, Ray. So, sorry, you're not going to die, are you? Well, no, I, w I went to A&E, um, and saw a couple of doctors there, um, and, and one of them said, uh, the problem was I, I was wearing these, I was wearing these dark shoes. Um, so anyway, he ended up, he ended up popping my clogs. He ended up what? He ended up popping my clogs. Oh. Hang on, is, so are you, is that a joke? Well, that was, but they, uh, my feet are... Oh, your feet! Oh, your feet swollen! Yes. And I know, we've got a record, we've got a recording of it happening as well. Oh, this is it. This is, this is, that was the left one, here's the right one. Oh, it sounds nasty, doesn't it? Sounds like you're bumming reverse. So, what did they, what caused it? Did you find out? They, no, so I was in hospital, I was in hospital five hours that Friday night. They gave me some, uh, strong antibiotics. Uh, three days later, I was in so much pain, I went back again. Uh, and the doctors at another hospital then said, uh, we think, we think you've got an infection. Thanks yeah. very much. Uh, and so they just doubled, <laughs> they doubled the medication. So the, the medication that didn't work the first time, they just said, well, take double, that'll work. Um, and that, that's... Are you that's sure this fine. was a doctor, not just some bloke that was <laughs> hanging about? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. So now I'm down to my last six tablets before I run out, and they, they are a little better, but they, I'm still Are they, agony. though, or are you just getting used to the size? <laughs> God. Uh, mm, I, I've not been able to wear shoes for nine days. Blimey. Here we go. <laughs> Here's his, his left foot, the right one. Unbelievable. That's, it. That's what you do. Oh, you just pop Just get a pin, heat it on a match, shove it in. You, I'll get a refund. That'll, that will fix it. <laughs> get, get a pin, heat it up, shove it in. That'll sort you out, I promise. I promise. Yeah, that's probably the best advice I've had so far. Ray, thank you very much indeed. I know stuff. I know stuff. 0344 499 1000. What I know is that Nigel is coming up after this. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boys. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Ah, suddenly it's half past twelve. We got through another show. We've got to see Lauren is calling in. We've got Nigel's going to be on in a second. We got through another show. Um, the lunchtime meeting I had tomorrow is cancelled, um, which is dis well, it's kind of it's disappointing because it's with a, the 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 book man. Ah, but it means I can have a little bit of a line. But then my point, my, I've made an, I've been putting this off and putting it off and putting it off till I can put it off no more. Five o'clock tomorrow, I'm meeting with the pension guy to say to him, he'll say, Ian, you've not put anything in your pension for the last 18 months. And I'll say, well, no, it's getting divorced, I'm buying a house. Okay, well, how much do you think you can start putting in now? 50, 50 pence a month? About 39 pounds I just got <laughs> from Glasgow. Oh, God, money. Money getting old and dying or poor, not paying your mortgage anymore. I didn't have a pension for, what, two years when we first started here because I'd gone from being looked after by the BBC to having to sort myself out. And um, it took a little while for me to get, like, financially stable again going freelance. Yeah. It's the thing, because you've got to start paying, your, like, saving up for your own tax and stuff. But I've got my own pension now, and it took me a little while to find the right bloke because... It does. Because I didn't want to be lectured. I wanted someone to talk to me, like, you know, explain stuff to me so I understood it. But I, 
and I wanted to be able to trust them. I didn't want to just go, right, yeah, uh, just take whatever. So I've got this really good bloke now who um, who has is, is been really patient, but also um, doesn't treat me like a moron, which is all good. My dad referred me to this guy who looks after his finances, and he was sort of a bit lecturing us. Well, nah, right. Not having that. Not having that. Dave, um, uh, the quiz question favourite, the first person to play James Bond, right? Who was it? Now, the the answer you want me to give is uh, oh, oh, you know, is you fell a niven. No, it no, it's not because it wouldn't be. He didn't play it till quite much later. Mm. Connery was already playing it. No, there was someone before Connery. Well, George Lazenby. Sorry, George Lazenby. I'm going to ignore that. There was someone before Connery. Not in movies. Ah. Uh, right. Oh, I know. Bob Holness. In South African radio. Yeah. But I don't think it was Bob Holness. I think it was a guy called, I think it was an American actor called Barry Nelson. So Bob Holness, well, I don't know what year it was. I think Barry Nelson pipped Bob Holness at the post. I think he was, he did it a little bit, a little bit earlier. Um, so, 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 there. Yeah. Right. So, Barry Nelson played, um, Bond on the 21st of October, 1954. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, Bob Holnett. Remember that date? What date did I say? 1954? Yeah, what month? Oh. oh flipping it, man. Yes! Yes! Careful. Careful with the pants Bob Holnett, I'm right! I'm right again! Even I had to Google myself. I'm right again. So Barry Nelson played him in 1954. Uh, Bob Holness played him in 1956. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please, will you welcome to the stage the fact master, the man who knows, the human Google. This guy really has got to be seen to be believed. Any question, he knows the answer. You want a fact, he's got it somewhere in his memory banks. You will never have to type out words on a keyboard, computer keyboard ever again. This guy knows the shit. Although if you introduce him to someone that he was speaking to more than two days ago, he will not recognise them. Dave's, Dave's getting very close to getting blocked on Twitter and being um, banned. Nigel's gone. All right, Nigel, where have you gone? Can we try and get Nigel back, please? Dave is, is very, very, uh, very cl close to being blocked on Twitter and banned from this show. Why? Because he's the one who said the first one played James Bond was um, Holness. Was Bob Holness. And I said, no, it's not, it's Barry Nelson. And he's replied, Barry Nelson is correct, but he was called Jimmy Bond. Oh. I'll, I'll piss off. <gasps> Get stuffed. Oh, come on, let's Barry Nelson was called Jimmy Bond. What was Jimmy, Jimmy short for? James. He played, he was playing, because he was in Casino Royale. Get lost, Dave. You make me puke. You scumbag. Makes me puke. It was Jimmy Bond. Oh, right, okay. Right. Oh, no, that's not the man we're looking for. We were looking for James Bond. No. Oh, no, this is Jimmy Bond. No, 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 this is not the guy that we're looking for. It's someone different. Master disguise, isn't yeah, it? Different name. Different name. Different name. I, I despair. People don't I know, deserve but you know this. the thing is, you cover it up so well. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Very I'm a great, patient man. I'm a great human. Oh, we didn't play past the pud. Get it out. Let's see if the um, battery still works, because oh. it's been in there a while. All right, Nigel, we're playing past the pud. Okay. Hang on. So what do we do now? Pass it. To to whom? Nigel. Nigel, you take the pud. Pardon? Take my pud. 
Play the what? Hold my pud. Hold the poo? Hold my pud. It looks like... Oh, oh dear. I've got it. So I, got, I have to ask a question. Pass the poo, I thought you said. No, don't pass, pass poo. poo. That's very unsanitary. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Oh! Pass the poo. Who was the first person to play James Bond? Well, I know that. It was Barry Nigel Nelson. Nigel Maystone. Sorry? It was Nigel for Maystone. No, it wasn't. You were not the first person to play, um... Oh! <laughs> Hold my poo, Nigel! I don't know who it was. Who it, it Hold was Nigel. Ian Ogilvy. Ian Ogilvy. Hold my pud. Carry on. Hold my pud. Hold my foot. Will no, you grab a pudding for touch, heaven's sake? I'm not touching your foot. Hold my pudding. Hold my pudding. You yes. Pull my plonker. Put your hands out and close your eyes. Pull my plonker. Oh my god. Oh, I got a great idea for a game show. No. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Stay there. Right, we're going to do this. Um. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right, Nigel, so you're going to do this, okay, and your first guest is going to be Lauren, all right? Hang on a minute, yeah. hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute, stay there. This is going to be great. This is going to be absolutely great. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Are you feeling any better now, are you? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new gaming experience. The nightly show that will enter your homes and your hearts. As we play Pull My Plonker with Nigel from Maidstone. Tonight's contestants include Lauren. Who will go home with the star prize, Nigel's special emissions... Who will go home with the booby prize? Nigel. As we play... This music's a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, let's just jump forward a bit. As we play... Pull my plonker! With, not yet. Oh. With Nigel from Maidstone. And would you please welcome your host... For tonight's Pull My Plonker special, the one, the only, Nigel from Maidstone! Hello? Oh god, I regret this already. (laughs) What, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Hello, Lauren. Is that Lauren? Last time I checked, it was, yeah. Yeah, where about you from, Lauren? I'm from Maidstone. From Maidstone? Really? Yeah. Yes. Ian wants you to pull my plonker. Ian can <laughs> want that all he likes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, though. We're too far apart, aren't we? Definitely. We Definitely. We're at least a bus apart. Too far. Yeah. You sound a bit like... You sound a bit like uh, Catherine. You know, Catherine That's at work. Hey, thank you. Yeah. So, so what do you do for a living, Lauren? I work in healthcare. 
Oh, that's nice. That's healthcare. Is it in a hospital? I wouldn't want to say Nigel, if that's okay. Mm. Oh, so you, you sort of do the rounds? You go around to people's houses to help people? No. Not at the moment, because as of oh. today, I've fractured my ankle, so I'm doing nothing. Oh, so, yeah. So what what have you run in the show to, to uh, talk about then, Lauren? Well, I ring in every now and then, Nigel. I just mm. thought I'd ring. It's been a really bad day, and Ian and Kathy mm. really cheer me up. Plus, I'm pretty sure yeah, that... I'll, I'll sing, I'll sing you a song in a minute, if you want. I'll sing you a song in a minute, if you want. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, I, I've been. I've had a busy week. I, I went down to the TV studio. I've got to go back again to see one of the producers trying to get on TV. To, is this? To is this? For, now listen, Paul. My plonker seems to have come off the rails a little bit here. Oh, you're, you're supposed to be leading. <laughs> the The interview was great at the start. Tell us about yourself. Or you've heard, you heard your, uh, your your anchor. What do you do for a living? That was great. But then you're supposed to go into the game. Paul, my plonker. What romantic you mean? Romantically. Yeah. I've pulled many a plunker like, in my lifetime. Like Miley Cyrus, Lauren. Sorry, sorry, Nigel? Like Miley Cyrus. Uh, 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 well. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Okay, but yeah. so you go, you've got to now start the game, you're the game show host, Nigel. Yeah. And you're hosting Pull My Plonker, and Lauren is your first contestant. Yes, yeah. so, so, like, Lauren, uh, have, have you got a boyfriend, Lauren? Oh, yes. Yeah. Would you like a boyfriend? I'm willing and able. Oh. <laughs> That's a very oh. nice offer, Nigel. Pardon? That's a nice oh, yeah. offer, but I'm taken. Oh, you're taken. Oh, you're spoken for. Yeah. As they say. Oh, that, that. Have you had any children yet? <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still yeah, yeah, whether it's worth on. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Question, I've asked yeah, Why are you laughing? It's a normal question. It's just the, the addition of the word yet. <laughs> Makes it, <laughs> it not a normal. Bluff, is not, it? Is this Paul Bluff, It's what? not Paul your bluff, no, it's Paul your plonker. Nigel, <laughs> I pulled a plonker <laughs> over a decade ago because my son's 11 on Friday. Ooh, happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Nigel, it's a bit, it's a bit. Ian's a bit naughty uh, talking about plonkers, isn't he? Uh, but that's well, the name of the game show, Nigel. Right, get into the game now. Well, I don't know what to say. What, what, what do you want me to say, Ian? Make, make a game. You want me to serenade the girl? Yeah, there we go. Serenade, serenade the girl. <laughs> the girl. Um, <laughs> well, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> say it through the language of music. Two, three, four. Uh. Hello? Two, Five, three, six, four. seven, eight. Fly me to the moon. And? Ian? <laughs> I can't. I haven't got the facilities, Nigel. I don't have, have to do a medical first. I don't I'll have a rocket. A I'll sing you a song in a minute, if you want. I thought uh, that was it. No, I was going to do one for Lauren. Go on, then. Yeah, it, I'm going to do um, uh, um, a cappella version of uh, I Miss You by oh. Molly Cyrus. Okay. <laughs> this is really turning into the Nigel show. This, I, I suspect that Paul My Plunker is going to get axed. And it's going to get axed. Nigel's Plunker is going to be axed. Rainbow Jules can talk to me then. No, not tonight, <laughs> you can't. Uh, yeah. Go oh, on then. Is it, oh, I want Rainbow George to enter me for the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> I'm glad you song. finished that sentence. I want Rainbow George to enter me. 
Uh, no, with his song, yeah. his song, he's listening for the Eurovision Song Contest. Here's a secret, I Nigel. Here's a secret, Nigel. Rainbow George has no power over the Eurovision Song Contest choice. Oh, doesn't he? Oh, sorry. No. Sorry, mate. I don't think he oh, knows well. that either. It's just a fault, you know, cut across my mind. OK. Well, we I could do a Cliff Bridges special, you know. Well, no, not, in the, not in the Eurovision, you have to do a new song. I know, I know. But he did it once, didn't he, Cliff Bridges? Uh, he did, he did it twice. Congratulations, wasn't it? Thank Happy you very much indeed. Congratulations and celebrations. I want the whole world to be to happy I can be. So pull my plonker. It's quite a stonker. And if you're lucky, you can see what you can see. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much for that. That's enough of that nonsense. That filth, was almost too romantic. Filth from Lauren uh, uh, and filth from Nigel. 03444991000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative. With that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mmm. Last ten minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So we need science to solve the problem of gay. <laughs> My God! But here's the thing. Here's the thing. One in twelve sheep are gay. Yeah, they're at it. One in twelve sheep are gay, and it's giving farmers a headache. Says a TV documentary. Wow, wow they're doing it. The high rate of homosexuality. What is it in humans? Is it one in ten? What's the the, uh, the, what the uh, uh, I'm always slightly. These figures are always slightly dubious. But isn't it? Is it, is it as high as ten percent? No, can't be. Rand, oh, Randy buggers. Ninety-seven point four percent of men identified okay. as heterosexual. One point six percent as homosexual. Point nine percent as bisexual. No, I thought it was more than that. Mm. That's more than that. This is the demogra- demographics of sexual... Democratic oh. Republic of Korea. Demographics of sexual orientation... Ah, hang on. Where? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be the journo! I know, I'm checking. Just found a number on Google. It's gone, that's this. I think it's 10%. In a survey around 1,000 Britons using a self-completed questionnaire in 2008, 2% of the total sample identified no, as bisexual, 4% be... as homosexual, and 92% right. as heterosexual. So we're getting, so 4% we're getting there. Uh, but I reckon that was 2008. Now it's, now it's, it's 11 years later. Um, and because of all the, um, what's it called? Overeen? What's the female chemical? Overeen? Overeen? The fem- Is that like the female Wolverine? No, like we have the, <laughs> we have testosterone. You have ovarian. Oestrogen. That's it. I, well, sorry, I was thinking Very of Easter, close, Easter yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because of all the oestrogen um, that the fish are eating because they're drinking your piss. Excuse my language. Sorry, excuse my language. Not mine. No, it's because of all of the... What's in the pill? Yeah, oestrogen. Right, right. So it's making people gay. And that's even... That's a fact, actually. That's a fact. So the number will be higher now. And with Gay Pride... 2016... Gay uh, Pride has made people gay. And of course, as we gay know... Gay lesbian, 1.2%. No, I'm not interested in lesbians. Here's the thing, as we know, the schools in, in Birmingham, um, that teaching gay makes it makes you gay. So this must be, like, loads of them now. It's got to be Here hundreds. Go. Per- it depends on which, which survey you go for. So 7%, 7%, 7% round it up, according 10%. to Cantar TNS. Cantar TRS. Um, okay, so round it up to 10%. So I was right, okay. One in 12 sheep are gay. And it is giving... Fu- well, they do look very similar. You could all, you could mistake, couldn't you? S- 
Excuse me? Wow. No. How can you tell a man sheep from a woman sheep? Jeez. The rate, high rate of homosexuality among rams, because rams have got horns, sheep don't have horns. Some sheep do. Homo sheepiality. I'm trying to, uh, homo, homo, um, uh, bromo, bum, no, um, anyway, okay. Okay. Ra- Ramdy. No, 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 no. Um, uh, uh, ramming. Well, that's, that comes from the ram. Ramming. Yeah, but you, yeah, so ramming. Mm. Ramming, like okay. lambing. Ramming. Yeah, well done, well done. It was better, than, what did you say? Ramdy. 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 No, ramming. It's the ramming season. There we go. Ramming season. <laughs> That is a good one. That is it. And you know it's it. And you can't... Your ego won't allow you to accept it. Ramming season is it. Thank you. Go on. The high rate of homosexuality during ramming season (laughs) causes problems because they refuse to breed with females. Dowie Jones. (laughs) Come on, there's a sheep farmer called Dowie Jones. Do the voice. Um... Dowie Jones, head of sheep breeding firm Innovis, said, from Wheelers, you see ram on ram behaviour going on. Ram on ram. Commercially, it's a big issue for us as a ram breeder because we we need our rams to cover lots of ewes. They unfortunately have to go into the food chain. In the Channel 4 documentary, My Gay Dog and Other Animals. The thing is about rams, don't they don't they breed them specifically to be super highly sexed? So they'll probably do anything. A ram is put in a pen with 30 ewes that are in season. Oh. But it ignores them and instead tries to get to some rams kept in a separate pen. Oh, fair enough. US expert Professor Charles Rosselli says Ramses sexu- Ramses Ramses R A M S apostrophe Ramses. Rams. Ramses. No, that would be R A M apostrophe. Yes, this is R A M S Apostrophe, Ramesses. Ramesses? What? Just say it. Just tell me the story. Ramesses' sexuality is altered in the womb if they are not exposed to a high enough level of testosterone. Testosterone! Testosterone! (laughs) Testosterone! Testosterone. That's like those cans you get that spray out because of the pill. It's what um, Burt Reynolds uses to uh, call Dolly Parton. It's testosterone. (laughs) He added... Our, our best estimate right now is that 8% of a flock of sheep can be male-orientated. That doesn't even mean anything. Uh, the, the, tell, this program tells how male and female monkeys both have casual same-sex relationships and so do lions and dogs. Professor Vol- Volker Sommer, an anthropologist and horny so-and-so, said, in most cases, animals will have sex with members of their own sex and with members of the opposite sex. Yeah. And this is, this is his line. It's a wonderful world. It, it really is a wonderful world. Get stuck in there. Dolphins love it and all. Get stuck in the... Oh, 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 I've got and to do this story. And they do it just for fun. Got to do this story. Go on. Do this story. This is great. Bonehenge. Oh. Swingers will dress as druids and pagans for an orgy inspired by the summer solstice. Uh, uh, Stonehenge worshippers slammed the sex club free-for-all, saying it's nothing to do with their religion. Now, I heard about this. Here's the thing. You're not allowed to come within 150 metres of it. Well, you are. There's 26 people who are allowed to. There's 26 people allowed to come in the centre. Yeah. In the circle. But you might get 
to about 150 metres from the big one. Organisers said in an online advert, find this advert for Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Never mind firing up the barbecue, fire up your sex drive. It promised a pagan style orgy. Oh, sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Pagan Fest. Um, to honour the summer solstice and the year's longest day, which means more hours for festivities, fun and filth. <laughs> they're gone. Is that what they're saying? Come in, Paul. They want filthy kinksters. Filthy kinksters. I'm in! To wear, <laughs> to wear pagan dress for the June... Oh. Uh, 15th bash upstairs at Blackpool's Club SX. Whoa, 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 whoa. Blackpool? That's not, Blackpool's not near Stonehenge. The long way away. <laughs> <laughs> For thirty pounds, couples will also get tarot readings and a buffet thrown in. Oh, so it's just, <laughs> just a theme party. Look, finger licking good. Um, oh, the thing oh about God. I love it is pagan style in the way that on the TV they advertise that rubbish Greek style yogurt, which has never seen the Acropolis. <laughs> pagan styley. One club regular post posted: "This place is the best. The hosts really know how to make a party go with a bang." or three, but one Berry-based pagan of more than 30 years last night said her fellow believers would be very shocked at that. I think it's horrifying. She said some extreme worshippers were known to strip off to get closer to the elements, but she added, to tie swinging up with religion, I just don't see the association. And you don't want to get naked and closer to the kettle element. No, no, no. No, exactly. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Have you got, have you got the, the website there? No, because the one I was going for was actual Pagan Fest. I didn't realise it was some Blackpool sex club. Oh. Pagan Fest styly. <laughs> Pagan Fest yes. in, in the style of pagans. Pagan Fest light. Wowzers. Um, you got um, Bob Mortimer on the show, is it? No. Oh, who was that before then? I thought, oh, Karen said you were talking to Bob Mortimer. Maybe it was someone else. Maybe it was someone else. Bob Mortimer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Mortimer. Oh, I've okay. Bob for years. No, no. Oh, okay. Bob, if you're listening, you're not the kind of guest we want. He must have been on. Oh, I don't want He's rubbish. Someone's got Bob Mortimer on talk radio. That'd be then. very good. Won't, won't be our show. We've got the usual no, old chosh. Won't, won't be our show. Well, what? we are celebrating 50 years of the Italian job on the show this morning. Oh, got all the companies written a great book about it. A bit of that going on. And I heard oh, somebody mention. about the Italian yeah. job, the film. Yeah, well, if it's, if it's no good, I'll give it to you. I'll oh, please do. Yeah, I'll have I heard somebody mention James Coburn, who was a possible James Bond. Yes. Of course, you probably know this, he made two great American James Bond spoof films. Flint. Our man Flint in like Flint. So, I yeah. remember seeing those as a kid. I know, wild. Oh, when he goes into a trance and the thing comes up, his watch and revives his pulse. Yeah. It's just trippy. It is. I mean, it's proper psychedelic. Very, very sexual, you know. And I remember seeing it as a kid and just like... Oh, and even yeah. Dean Martin phoned in a couple of Matt Helm films. Matt Helm, that was the it. silences. Oh, I quite like, I quite like the Matt Helm. They're, they're a good chuck. If Matt well, Helm's on... There's one on. bit when he's being tortured. It, well, some, he's been strapped up and some guy comes in to torture him and he goes... Hey, Pally. <laughs> How could you talk to Dean Martin? There's a, there's a good, uh, yeah, there's, uh, they, if they're on on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. they're a good laugh, Matt. So what have you got? So we have on the show this morning a bit of Italian job. We're talking about that. We've also got a fantastic story from a leading entomologist, a distinguished professor, which oh. is an American rank, and they've worked out effectively a way of poisoning the five species of mosquito that give us all malaria. Oh. Did you know 400,000 human beings at least die a year from malaria? Half of them children. Wow. Okay. They're now resistant Still. to most of the toxins, yeah. and they've worked out a way of injecting them as they fly with spider venom. It sounds like something from our man Flint, I mean like Flint, it's a great show. 
Is there someone doing that? Little it blow involves dance? a fungus infused with spider toxin, oh, yeah. which you smear around your mosquito net. More than that, I'm not liberty to say. Wow, this is uh, this is very exciting. Classified information. You set your tape recorders to tape this. This is going to be a humdinger. <laughs> set your tape recorders. Hold so, the microphone close to the <laughs> yes, speaker. Put, put a bit of sellotape over that tape. You're taping over the charts tonight. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you very much indeed. This was, was an adequate start to the week, but it does mean things can only get better. Don't forget, podcasts are plenty. There's the best of this. Uh, oh, your homework. To, you've got. In the next 24 hours, you've got to watch the Amazing Jonathan documentary. I've just tweeted a link for it. It's going to be free. It's going to be live, I think, in about an hour's time. Watch it. It's a cracking film. We'll be back tonight at 10. Until then, this is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.